Welcome to the Two Gents, One Trent podcast. I'm Trent. OB. Gee! <laughs> and with us today, our Lions resident correspondent. Lions correspondent, Big Neil. What a name to the voice. Happy to be here, Neil. What's, What's going, going on, on, guys? What's going on? How you, know? you doing? You know, happy to be here. Happy to uh, get on the podcast. Happy to talk shit to John. <laughs> well, that's what we all it. love doing. That's I why need we started to keep this me thing. on my toes. <laughs> Trent's just an easy one. I just beat him every time. <laughs> well, Neil's also here with us today because he's also our resident green teamer. Huge Celtics fan like us, you know. We're being a little biased here, but today's a, a memorial for the season. We're all, you know, we all got our two cents, I think, and we're going to talk about the Celtics going forward. It's yeah. like a death of a close friend. <laughs> I'm so Honestly. excited for tonight. <laughs> And it just like it just swept out from under me. I John, I know you've been dealing with a lot, buddy. So why don't why don't you <laughs> spit John. first and let us get get your feelings off your chest? So when no matter what it is, when you're writing a paper, when you're arguing, you gotta understand like the other points of view. You gotta give credit where credit's due. So when you're in an argument, so the Heat were a better team. The Heat were the best team in the East. The, the Heat deserved to be in the finals. They match up at the Lakers better than the Celtics. Bam, Jimmy, Jay, all those guys can cover LeBron and AD. So. Just get that out of the way. But the Celtics, man, <laughs> broke my damn heart. Especially Gordon Hayward. And I like Gordon Hayward. But you can't say, I'm all in it, Robin. You're on your own with the with the birth of our son. Come into the bubble and play like that? Like, Brad even benched him in the last game. Missed so, layups. Why, that's the worst layup miss I've seen in my entire life in for an NBA player. It was right. bad. Like, it that just was horrible. so weird. He just, so. it looked totally like classic scared, like Hayward post-ankle injury, where it's like he's, not, I don't know if scared is the right word, but just not aggressive enough at, at attacking and, like, you know. You can totally He's six, see 6'8". He could have dunked that. He yeah. could have. You're not wrong, Neil. That's a good point. There, there we go, Neil. <laughs> John, what else are you thinking? So After Hayward, you know. Because I'd like to think it's more of, you know, a team loss. Well, I, guess listen, the, listen, I get the blame. Listen, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. I'm getting cool, cool, perfect. I was just I, making I, sure. I <laughs> He's not a great shooter anymore, which is what they need out of him. They need him to hit his open threes, which he just doesn't look like he can shoot the ball anymore. Stupid turnovers. Missed layups. And they're better without him at many points. He should have went home for his kid. Um, mm-hmm. Bam got Bam exposed Tyson near the end of the game. That was the game-changing plays. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Celtics were up six, I believe, and then point point guard Bam drove by Tyson three straight times, made a couple layups, fouled him out. That really exposed their big man problems. They just needed a bigger body. I think Grant Williams should have been playing that entire time. Brad shouldn't have gave him any rest. Tatum needs an edge. Jalen has the edge. Marcus has the edge. Tatum, like if he's making his shots, he's all happy, he's celebrating. If he's missing shots, he's complaining to the refs, he's not running back on D, he doesn't care. Like he's smiling after the game. Like he just started pissing me off. Like mm-hmm. he's way more talented than Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler is so much more valuable to an NBA team because of the edge. He doesn't need the ball, he's a great leader, all this stuff. So I really hope that Tatum can get that edge because I think that's the next step for him. Wait, real quick, just yes, to sir. that point. Yes, sir. I agree. Like, right, even after the Celtics won game seven against the Raptors, just how happy Jason Tatum was, I was just like, dude, you better be thinking about next series. Because he just, like, was like, ah, oh, like, relief. And it's like, dude, no. Like, I don't know. Because Jimmy, or people like Jimmy, you know, get down to business. No yeah, matter what. That's the big they step. want a chip. Because mm. Jalen just puts his head down mm-hmm. and he goes. And you can tell how much he cares. He's missing shots. He's still locking up on D. He's still doing all this stuff. Yeah. Same thing with Smart. And Tatum's just like jogging up and down the court, uh-huh. complaining every time. It just really started it's pissing me off. It's that whole star mentality it is. in his head. Yeah. It is. I also think about Jalen that Jalen's probably the best Celtic at like 
when he wasn't going, he would still, you know, be engaged fully. And then, like, he would get going again. It wasn't like he just had a bad game. Like, Jalen's never going to, you know... Yeah, there are some nights he's their leading scorer, obviously, but like in the playoff setting, chances are he's not going to be. They lost one game all night. season when he scored more than twenty five points. Yeah, I know. They see that's why I mean, like he that's needs more shots, and I think the next step for him essentially is just to get a little better with putting the ball on the floor. Because I know he does everything he does well. He's really, really good at obviously, but I think uh, there were a few times where it was like Jalen trying to make a drive to the rim in half court offense, and like obviously the Heat have great matchups for the Celtics wings, but. It just uh, Jimmy definitely looked like he had j- no problem defending Jalen whenever he put the Jaylen ball. Jalen needs floor. to d- demand the ball. They us- he usually has the third defensive option on them because number one's on Tatum, number two's on Kemba. They should shut them down. He needs to demand the ball, especially like there were definitely times where Duncan Robinson or game even Jay two, Crowder like the game once go two. by them exactly. Yeah. Like I still think he can get away every time. I could be wrong because right. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I I feel like he had the second most shots a lot of nights over Kemba because Marcus Smart was just shooting so much, and I felt like that was. T- Taken from Kemba more than it was like, you know, taken from everyone else. Cause like, there were a few games here at the end where Kemba had like between ten and fifteen shots, and I know he wasn't necessarily lighting it up, but like, Marcus Smart can't have six more shots than Kemba. I don't think in a series if you expect to win, especially with the way this team was built. And I know they needed Marcus to step up in some way for offense because of their lack of bench, but like, he some the the one downside of Marcus Smart. Is that when he, you know, he just lets it fly sometimes in bad spots, his, and it's his, just, it's just what he does. That's his ultimate downfall for everything choice, else he does good. Marcus Smart's shot choice should be similar to like Rajon Rondo's, where it's like, if you're wide open, you take that shot. Yeah, you know? I or know. Not, maybe not like well, that because we know like Rondo's actually been making shots, but I mean, I agree. Rondo's like last option is to shoot. But like, I think Marcus has to make wide open threes and stuff. But you're right, like pull up threes or like. Drive into the hoop, trying to draw a lot of fouls, throw it up. Yeah, and Make, like, like have have Jalen or Jason do that instead. Like, definitely, you know. and those early like shot clock forced jumpers are just Tatum does it too sometimes. Like there's always moments where Tatum will regress in his shot decisions and like take a dumb step back like mid range jumper instead of like keep driving or like you know Neil, what's up? Um, I feel in a lot of Jason Tatum hate. Let's take a step there's back and realize that's not in his third year in the NBA. He has led his team, being the best player on that team, to the conference finals <laughs> twice. Game seven once, game six them. the second time. He Terry led them. them that playoffs. Oh, my Don't God. Don't talk Terry. to me about Terry. 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 When you look at guys like Chris Paul, who has never been the best player on a team to go to a conference finals, and you guys act like he is a killer, <laughs> Dante. <laughs> so let's... Where credit is due, it's due to Jason Tatum in his development as a it player. It is, and yeah. there's no hate. I'm saying for the next step for them LeBron to win the title. LeBron James did not make it to, to the NBA edge. Finals in his first okay. three years. Not really. This is an issue <laughs> with, uh, not saying Neil's a green teamer, but with some green teamers. What I just said was complete fact. Okay. But did like, I, what I said, was that not fact about in order for them to take him to take that next step to win a Finals, they need the edge? He needs that edge? Yeah, he needs more of a dog mentality. He That's needs all I said. Mentality. I'm not hating yeah. him. And Tatum's I was just talking about his talent uh, in the NBA. Sometimes he There's takes no bad shots, that. though. Which he takes bad shots and he's an edge. That's part it. of a young scorer, I'm sure, too. It's not an excuse because like it led to parts of them losing, but it's definitely part of just being a young scorer. I don't think there's more than five but guys But the tone is comparing him to uh, another young scorer like Brandon Ingram who can't even make the playoffs, so... No, that's what I always agree with, too. Like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, as much as it's, like, this is Tatum's team and, like, at the end of the day, you know, most basketball teams, it ends with, like, the best player. Okay. The line ends there. But, like, it's just, like, uh, I don't know. He Compared to, like, Devin Booker, Devin Booker just had his best season in his career, and they're probably going to make the playoffs next year. But, like, 
You know, nobody was saying Devin Booker was a wash okay. just because, like, the team sucked all these years. And that's not to excuse losing in the conference finals two and three years. But, like, that's also part of just a young player is the best player on your team, I think. It's a sad reality Tatum when you did, lose. T- like, you can't... You would you expect Devin Booker to have taken the Suns to the conference no, I'm just saying now. Like, that if you put Brandon Ingram or Devin Booker in place of Jason Tatum, they still go to the playoffs every single year. No, they, I know. I'm just saying. Finals if you switch Tatum. Oh yeah. Booker. I'm saying about them that Dude, they. Are they, you not? I'm saying about them. Brandon, they haven't had the did talent. Did you see Devin Booker in the like, ball? They went undefeated for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was just saying that the thing about uh, Tatum compared to them is Tatum's already on like a good team. That's why. He's, That's like, what I'm best. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, because I mean, like Brandon Ingram and Devin Booker haven't. They didn't play. I mean, whatever, the Kyrie situation didn't work out. They had Kyrie. They had Terry. They had, you know, Isaiah, good good teams. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. John, you said something? Uh, no, I was just saying, if you saw the way Devin Booker played in the bubble, like, if you put, Dev- if you put oh, bubble yeah. Devin Booker on the Celtics, they're 100% beating the Raptors still and going to the conference finals. And that's nothing against Tatum. They're both no, top know. 10 talents, yeah. in the, talents in the NBA. They just both need – like, Tatum showed his – he had, like, eight assists in the first half last game. Like, he's showing he's advancing better, the way you yeah, want him yeah. to. I don't know if there's five guys in the NBA I'd trade Jason Tatum for. Probably not even three. Maybe Luka. Maybe one other person. That's it. Like, there's no hate on him. I just really want just him to get that dog mentality. Yeah, yeah. He has such high, he has such high potential. I just want him to reach that potential sooner than later because the East is tough next year yeah. with KD and Kyrie back. It's scary. Yeah. And also... Neil, I'm pretty sure, has told me before he'd rather have Tatum than Luca. Yup. That's not that is you know, for some reason on the internet, I feel like it's obviously Luca because of his passing, but like uh, there is a debate on, on NBA That's Twitter, crazy. I'd say. Because I do see those posts where it's like who okay, would you rather so, have Luca's Okay, Zion maybe Tatum. okay, so let's not I'm not saying Take Luca, put him on the Celtics right now and they're I mean, I still think they're better, but I'm not saying that's like the magic fit. I'm just saying if you're about to take the first if you're in the draft for a fantasy draft, and you have not not like actual fantasy, like sports. a two K fantasy yeah, yeah, draft, 2K yeah, fantasy the draft. whole league resets. Whole, yeah, league reset. You're taking Tatum over Luca. That Luca would get taken in the top five if it was a league reset. All right, he probably so, he might go number one. The reason I think this, saying he's twenty one, he's twenty one, but he is bad ankles. He has a lot of miles already. Jason Tatum is a small forward, potentially power forward. He is a point guard. Who wins NBA titles? I'm not talking about Steph Curry. He's the outlier. But forwards win titles. People who play like LeBron. Yeah. Just like Luka. I was just going to say, Luka, I would compare him to LeBron more than I think anyone because of their way to, like, you know, score and pass. Obviously, they're not very identical players. But, like, I just think when you have someone like Luka that can score and pass like that, you can make up for having less. With bum ankles at 21? Well, no, I I think that's a really good point, actually, that he's been playing professional basketball since 16. So, like, Mm -hmm. is it a safe bet, I guess, to say Luka's going to play until he's almost 40? Who knows? But, like, I think for the next 10 years, it's a pretty safe bet. But his game translates to to a 40-year-old because he doesn't need his athleticism. That's true, too. just a passer, shoot, or whatever. He's He's so fundamentally sound. But... I think right now it's Luka, but you can easily look back on that in five years if Tatum develops into a Kawhi-like guy, like better than Kawhi-like guy with his defense and his offense continuing to progress. And you could easily say in five years, damn, we were wrong and Tatum's better. I just, just think I it's Luka, Luka right now, but I think it could easy to be Tatum. Think about if Tatum gets there in five years, you think he's even still going to be around Boston? Yeah, that's interesting too. I mean, Tatum this people, off season, I, will, will, I, I hope he will. He's going to get probably, uh, the Celtics will probably offer him his extension yeah. like Jalen just did. 
But, I mean, there is always the buzz that maybe, you know, he opts out and just plays one, you know, one or however many years left and then goes to free agency. But even in that case, he's a restricted free agent because he's on a rookie deal. So the Celtics do have leverage in keeping Tatum unless he went Anthony Davis nuclear on them. But I, I have a hard time seeing that because I think Anthony Davis was, like, a rare exception. Like, I think uh, the, he's, like, the only guy who's gotten out of his contract over with, like, two years left basically on it like, forced a way out for a trade. Most guys do it. They're expiring here. Anthony Davis was on a shitty team. No, I agree. But, I, yeah, yeah, no, that's what. But if Tatum, you know, maybe Tatum gets on You know, Kevin Durant left the Thunder. That was a good team, you know. So it could happen in today's NBA. It's a it's a reality that you got to think about. I don't know why I just thought of this, but um, me and Trent saw this video recently. What was it? Asking NBA players if they think uh, – Oh, uh, Brittany Griner. Oh, who yeah, DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. It was, yeah, it was, <laughs> they remember. asked AD when, it was when he was on the Pelicans. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, Gino Oriema says, uh, if that, I could bet on that game today, I'd sell, put my house down on DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put my house down on It was so funny. On DeMarcus Cousins? <laughs> yeah. I, like, more than my house. Oh, like, oh, I'd oh, 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 tell someone who could shoot me. Got a bitch, I'd say, I'd shoot me in the head if I'm, if, DeMar- if Brittany Griner wins, because she's not winning. All the WNBA players were, were like, we got BG all day. Yeah, like, Diaz Rossi <laughs> was very yeah, confident was when like, she oh, said that. Dude, I think, like... <laughs> it's no knock to her, but like she's only that good because of how tall she is in the WNBA. Like she doesn't have like the skills of yeah. like D one basketball players would be Brittany Griner. Like uh, easy, maybe not like like she's different than Amaya Moore, who just has freakish talent. Like Brittany Griner's just big. If you put a big, strong guy defending her and jump in and box her shot, like it's yeah, like you're not moving yeah. to Marcus Cousins. Like what? Let's so let's put funny. this into perspective. When this argument was originally made. This was when yeah, Brittany Griner was going into the WNBA, yeah. and DeMarcus Cousins was the best center in the <laughs> NBA, and Brittany Griner was also saying that she should be drafted into the NBA True. at that point in time. I know, yeah. she's only 6'8". There was some like delusional comments, but you know, it was sparking right. up some uh, controversy, some marketing, I see what she was yeah, doing. exactly. Dude, she, she might be taller. Yeah? Because she's 6'8". Look at the stat check yeah. on her. Yeah. That's pretty, still, that's pretty impressive she dunks six, eight. on the reg like that, I think. We gotta give our shout out to the no, WNBA no, though. Yeah. No hit oh, to no the doubt. WNBA. No They're doubt. It's just fun. Yeah, players. that's just a funny video. Brittany Griner. These players. Not. This is a dead serious <laughs> comment. I, it's crazy how little they get paid compared to the NBA. Seriously, it's insane. Through. I looked up the highest uh, paid WNBA player. It's not even two hundred thousand dollars. No, it's in the hundreds. But uh, my one of my <laughs> classes in college, my sports economics class, we talked all about. WNBA and how they're renegotiating their CBA because the players are so pissed that they go overseas in the offseason to make money. Brianna Stewart, yeah. who's the, probably the best player in the WNBA, she went overseas in the offseason last year to play and she tore ACL. Yeah. And like that that shouldn't be a thing. The I best know. basketball player, girl basketball player possibly in the world has to go play more basketball in the offseason just to make a living. Crazy. So they renegotiated the CBA and they're getting more more money. I don't know when it starts or but they deserve more money. Yeah. Like, they're professional yeah. sports. And they're on TV just like any other, you know, major yeah. sports. It's almost as gets bad a lot of money as, like, college into it. sports, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're actually it's professionals, too. That, yeah, I get what you're saying. How they just don't get paid. <laughs> yeah. But. I got a question for you guys about the Celtics. Yeah, back to the Celtics. What's our status on Brad Stevens? Let's uh, go around the table. That was my table. next thing on <laughs> this. Let's go around the table. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Um, I, think it, I think it's Jake's turn. Yeah, Jake. Go, give a little point. Spitball us. See your okay. thoughts on Big Brad. Honestly, Steve, I mean, know his thoughts on Big Brad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I talked to Trent recently about this. 
I think more my frustration is towards Danny Ainge at this point, honestly. But what I'll say is, I don't think we should be giving Brad a lot of praise yet. Like, what I mean, he brought the conference. I mean, okay, he brought the conference championships, but I don't think it's definitely. I don't think it's time to give up on him. I think you it's know? fair to say that the the praise can hold off now because a lot of the praise That's popped off yeah. when they beat Philly the year they were with Terry. Yeah, and people everything. need to calm down with like, oh, he's a top five coach. I see. I still think like I get what you're saying, I mean, but I still also think he's better than so yeah, many other yeah, coaches. Yeah, it's yeah. just what is next for him. I guess is like, but the series wasn't encouraging with some of the adjustments made, obviously. But it yeah. could have just been down to matchups too, and the Celtics mm. team just not being better. The buzzer but, beater against Toronto. The, yeah, that was. I mean, that was a tough play. That was on. I, yeah, yeah. I got what you're saying. Defense, it's not. They're not taco cooks. fall. I think <laughs> what if you really look at every coach in the league, I think he's probably a top five coach. Spolstra. Nick Nurse, Rat. Like, dude, yeah, I don't know who else I'd put ahead of him. Popovich, yeah. But when you keep yeah. thinking, like, I don't know if there's another one you put ahead of him, but yeah, I'll, I'll wait to get into that. But well, go, go. You can do it. No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Real quick to conclude, I'm, I'm still in the middle on Brad. I like him. And I like how he got a little bit more intense in that series, but I'm in the middle. You know? Yeah. Go. Um, the one thing I will say is he had a lack of adjustments in the whole playoffs overall, the Raptors and the Heat series, and he, it doesn't look like he has control of the team. It looks like the players are running the team, and for a young team, they think they need a presence in that locker room, whether it be a veteran player or a coach. Look at Udonis Haslam on the Heat, and uh, I think that's what they're missing. That's the kind of championship edge they're missing. Player coach Udonis Haslam yelling at the guys in Andre Iguodala, six straight NBA Finals. I mean, that has a legitimate impact. Here's a tweet I saw. Do you think if Iguodala was on the Celtics rather than the Heat, do the Celtics win that series strictly because of Iguodala? I think that they won that series at the trade deadline when they brought in Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala. No, Andre Iguodala made the difference in games uh, six, and Jay Crowder made the difference in games one and two. Yeah. And we stood pat. If we had Clint Capella instead of Gordon Hayward, I don't know. That was the trade being talked As about. As to my point, I... I but we don't have we don't have to get into that. Get into <laughs> no, that. go ahead. We can get into No, that. I just I, I don't <laughs> think you need another stud. I just think you need like Clint Capella fits every need they, they had and he was out there. They were like, here's Clint Capella. Yeah. Here's Robert Covington. Take Clint Capella. Like I the, said, the Hawks dude. robbed them. The the Hawks have Trey Young, John Collins, and Clint Capella as their young core. I said this to Trent the other day. With big men, Trent, Trent always says it doesn't affect winning. It doesn't affect winning. Okay, Trent. It doesn't affect winning until there's a matchup issue. You're, that's a what very you good always point, run obviously. into at least once. In the, you're gonna, it's gonna happen in the playoffs unless yeah you somehow play a bunch of teams that don't have no. I agree match with up that. Perfectly with you. I, I just like, think like someone like Capella. More of my know. my fear, I guess, with going Miles in Turner. on a center is giving someone who you know they may be an awesome shot blocker and a really good defender, which is something the Celtics need. And a rim position. runner, Capella. Yeah, but I also think like. I really think like you need to have a big that can shoot threes, especially with the way the Celtics are constructed. Like if Marcus Smart's on the court, some nights he he shoots average, but uh, most nights he's not really a great three point shooter. And you can't have two not like non shooters air quotes on the floor like well, in today's yeah, NBA. That's, that's, that's the whole the reason. Playoffs because Tice stopped shooting threes. He like forgot how to shoot. Rob Williams doesn't shoot threes. Grant maybe shot one. Those game. guys were never like and, there and were Canada times where two were on the court at the same time. I agree, but I felt like that was because the Celtics did not have a single three point shooting center. Tice like didn't shoot. Tice shot five threes all playoffs. No, I agree. I, I'm saying, but during the season, but you never complained about more. the Celtics in the playoffs, but you just said they need a three-point shooting center. They didn't Because have I'm saying, like, they've gotten to where they are without having, like, you know, a lot tied to center. And Tice is a, 
like you more of that, a passer. You and, love like, the Celtics can, getting like, to where they are, Trent. That's not good. Enough. I don't think so. I agree, it's not good enough where they are. I'm just saying to invest like all this money at the center. Like when the Celtics went like. You know, shit hit the fan Where at the very end. The they money? they put like they went super small and had like Tatum or Hayward like as the de facto center. And I get that was because those were their five best guys. But like going forward, I wouldn't be surprised if next year, even if they have a great center that's like better, they're gonna play him situationally. Like he's not just gonna play the whole fourth quarter unless it's a situation like where they're going up against Bam. Like teams are still gonna go in favor of small ball because of offense over than being able unless they just need stops. Okay, like, but I you just need, think, okay. That's you why need someone you to go up against Bam, so otherwise you're going to lose. You're no, definitely. I agree. Finals. That's why I'm just saying, like, I don't think, like, Clint Capella, you know, he makes a base salary of 15 mil a year. That's I think, good. yeah, 10 to 18 mil is, like, what I think they should, is yeah, worth that's investing. That's in. it. God, well, what, but you, you want, want me to look up the highest paid centers? But you you should be enraged that they give $37 million to Kemba in his fourth year, and that they give all this money to Gordon Hayward, but you don't want them to spend more than $18 million on one piece that could possibly get them to well, a championship. As bad okay, as let's Gordon get back Hayward. to that. Where, 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 you gotta get into that. With, what do you want them to do with the money, then? As bad just, as well, just, they need to move like, on from Gordon Hayward. Just save the money, money just in, like, no, in an ideal world of Boston or something? In an ideal world, they're able to move on from Hayward's contract, and then they're able to put money towards the center, like I just said, and then some more money towards a bench shooter and a guy off the bench. Because that's what they need. If they're going to go in with Kemba Smart, Tatum Brown as Listen, their Listen, this is another talk. They got a bunch of... They also could, could, should consider talk. trading uh, Smart, too, yes. if they're going to trade people. They like, should. They, they really have to consider they these should. options. They can't just say, hey, it's all Hayward's fault. And I agree. Hayward no, was a thing holding them back. No, I know you guys aren't saying that. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, and, and like, I'm looking at the top highest paid centers right now, and like, obviously they're all better centers than Capella, but it's like Al Horford. All these guys, is not yeah. better than Capella. Get out of here. I mean, based on the last few years, I think Al Horford. Not this year. Al Horford passing. I just he's way more valuable. Al forgot What's how to Bam Adebayo's best attribute besides his rim protection? Yeah, yeah, like he can pass it, but you, but you literally make that the difference between getting someone and not. Well, I think when and we've the seen like sorry. No, no, no. I just think like a lot of the best teams when they go small and their offense is unstoppable, which is like how a lot of teams win. It's like I'm not in every instance, obviously, but like, dude, even what Draymond did on the Warriors, like I that's the Celtics. With that. The Celtics hope the, Grant Williams becomes Draymond. Green for them. For look that at the exact final reason. four, the Western Conference or the Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals on either side. You have Jokic, Davis, and Bam. Those mm-hmm. are three of the best bigs in the NBA. The I Celtics agree. had Daniel Tice. They weren't going to beat not one of those teams with that setup. Well, you have Clint Capella. Maybe you have a shot. You, this anti-big rhetoric is not working <laughs> when the conference finals were loaded with the best bigs in the NBA. That didn't happen Can I on accident. To that? Can I rebut to that? Yes. So I think uh, I'm going to go through each team just because, <laughs> you know, we can disagree, we can agree. But first of all, Anthony Davis, when he didn't have LeBron James next to him his whole career, struggled to be higher than a four seed ever and didn't have a ton of Dude, playoff Dude, but that's success. when the big is the best player on the team. We're not saying the big has to be the best player on well, the team. Well, uh, arguably AD, Jokic, and Bam are all yeah, the best but, players on these teams when Neil Yes, but they're not the only guy on their team. We're saying you that's need my a point, good though. big. So the Celtics don't need, like, a super good big when they're stacked yeah. everywhere It doesn't else. have to be the best player on the team. But all, like, they has to all be three yeah, teams but, that they could have potentially gone up against had a big and we had nothing to match that but a lot of the names that get thrown out i'm saying like make money as if they are one of the best players on the team so if you really want certain guys you just have to invest that money and then i just i don't know like these guys aren't going to be Jokic, ad or Bam. No. like you know what i mean but there's oh, that's my thing down. about centers too there's really three or four centers you can argue that are like like after these like top premier guys like Embiid's like the 
you know, depending on what day it is for him, I guess he's in the conversation too when he's on, obviously. But, like, I just think when it drops off from the best centers in the league, you look at what you're getting in terms of wins and production for how much money you're paying. I don't know if it's worth it when we just saw the Celtics get to the final. And, and I get that he have a center too, but Bam is not a traditional, like, big, like I don't know. He does a lot of modern stuff. And same with Jokic, is like the best passing big ever. And then AD is just a, a, a god offensively and, like, is unguardable because of his size and okay, ability. So, so, like, I just think that's a lot different. Like, the Celtics aren't going to be able to get that to figure it out. And they don't need that, obviously. But, like, they need the attributes from that position. They need a fit, a, the, fit a piece. Yeah. Just well, that like, brings us to what do you think the Celtics should do this offseason? Oh, I think... Trent, I'll, you I'll have the start, floor. Yeah, I'll just... I think, you know, the focus should be on getting someone who can rim protect but also isn't, like, a liability on offense, so they can either rim run really well or, like, stretch the floor. Like, I really think that's super important. Like, none of their centers, like you can said. Can I interrupt like, you for a second? Yeah. Then what do they do with the three centers they have now? Because Kander's got a year left, Rob's there, and Tice is there. You can't have four, five centers on your team. I Tice agree. I don't know. Is, is what? Tice isn't good. They're not letting Tice go. There's no I understand. I understand. Kander's got one year left. I think ideally... Kander, Tice, and Rob for all under 15 million is good... It's, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, but you just can't have five centers on your roster. So, like, they'd have to get rid of one of them somehow. Yeah, Canner has the player option for this yeah, year, which is honestly saying. stupid that the Celtics did that. I've hated the Canner signing from the beginning. I know he had his At little the time, moments he needed in the to playoffs. Bring someone in. You I, couldn't I go into the time. season with Danny I get Tice that. As you I get that. Saying. And, you know, that's back to, like, how we were thinking before season compared to now. But, like, even back then, like, best case scenario, like, Enos Canter was definitely, like, not just him. There's obviously more problems. But, like, I don't know. He only came, Brad like threw him in as like oh, I need to try something, and like that's never good. I don't think if if that's like what your team's doing is throwing cannon. He's a walking that. double double. He just can't play defense. Well, like, in in the playoffs, you need to be able to great. stay I'm on saying the court though because of that. Canner, no matter what team he goes to, like he's the perfect situational guy. You need an offensive rebound. You need a low post touch. Like he he can score at will. He gets he's the best offensive rebounder in the NBA stat wise, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like he just can't be playing thirty minutes a game because of his defense. It's that simple. Well, if they make a trade somehow too, that's probably I'm assuming they'd move off of someone that would, like try to move off of one of the centers that way too is like a throw in to whatever trade. But I think definitely like. You need to find someone who's not six eight and play center for you because you know that's what they're dealing with. And so, then when you besides say someone, Cannon, you mean like some? You mean like a scrub? Like no, I I don't know. Like, I don't like have Ivanka the answer. Zubat. My <laughs> guy <laughs> is Tristan Thompson. Bad, but. Bring in Tristan Thompson for the mid level exception, yeah. and then you have that guy with the championship pedigree. He's gonna get. He's ninth. Ranked rebounder in the NBA last year. There, the solves your rebound problem, and then you still have a guy like Canner and Tice to back up those minutes if he doesn't play great. Tatum should just go to Brooklyn. <laughs> wow. I was just gonna say one last point. After the center, I think the Celtics desperately need a, a shooter off the bench that hits over forty percent from three. Because if Marcus Smart's gonna yep. like let it fly I like John he does, some names. No, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't love uh, their current situation with their guards. If Marcus Smart's gonna be shooting so much, I think they need someone else to take some of those shots. If Dude, Kemba's not gonna in the flow of the offense, that's what me and John talked about the other day. Yeah. Remember about their guards? Situation. I went through the free agency list the other day and just I looked through all the rumors of guys they would potentially have. And there were a few. I know money's the big issue, and they need to figure out money. Yeah. But a couple of the names that really, really, really stood out to me, a couple of them I don't know if they could afford. One in particular was Ibaka. They would have to do a lot of – they would have to shed a lot of money. But he is the picture-perfect guy to put in at center. He stretches the floor. He rim protects. He's a big body. Davis Bertans, 
Not sure how they could get him. Yeah, perfect for what they have. Didn't he just sign a contract with the Wizards? I thought he was a free agent this year. I'm gonna look. I'll double check. Dwight Howard. He's making like five million a year, and he's starting for the Lakers right now. He just bullies people, and he's a veteran. He's not leaving the but Lakers. see, I, I honestly, no, he's not. But I'm saying he's a free agent. Can I jump in on that agent? one, John? What? I just feel like, uh, like honestly, like I know the Lakers aren't as good as the Warriors just were, but I feel like when you're loaded with like two of the five best players in the league, you can get away with like you know Javale McGee as your starting center, or or like Dwight Howard. Like I don't know. But I'm I just saying think for the like, Celtics against the Heat. Would Dwight have been better against Bam than Canner and Tice near the end of that game? Yes. yes that's what, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Out. I thought you were I, just... Yeah. Like, they need a veteran guy like that, a big body guy, then come in, be physical, use his fouls, like, get get out of here, Bam. Like, And then a couple other guys I put, uh, Bellinelli, just spot-up shooter, yeah. can play like 10 minutes a game just when, depending on what, what lineup you have, sit in the corner and make 40% of your threes. Like, that's all you would need out of a guy like that. And he's is a cheap, agent, cheap, cheap. Exactly. Like, they need... Even if it's a combination, like if this off season, like somehow, like Hayward's gone, I don't know, Canner's gone, whatever, and you get Ibaka, Bertans, and like a guy like Bellinelli, like I know that's not like the greatest thing in the world, but those are three really solid role players that fit needs that you have. Yeah. Like I don't think they need to trade for a star like these Hayward Oladipo rumors. Oladipo doesn't do anything yeah, for the Celtics. I agree. He with does that nothing for them. Like I would rather have a combination. Yeah, Joe Harris too. I, they, I would rather a combination of the guys that I named than trade for a guy like Oladipo because I just don't think I, – I think it's fit. And Joe Harris, you can make an argument. It's just a crazy argument, and I could just be totally wrong. But you watch Joe Harris. He's really good. He's not just a shooter. He gets down on defense. He can they drive. Played, he played with the Celtics on Team USA. 40% for really three. Is he more valuable of an NBA player right now for the Celtics than Gordon Hayward is? Because yes. he shoots 40% for yeah. three. And, and I that's th- Joe Harris. I think the Celtics were trying to make it work with just like heavy on the forwards with Hayward, Tatum, and Brown at the two, obviously. But it gets tricky when you have Kemba and Smart. Because Smart, you know, like he could play point guard, but you have all this money tied to Kemba. So, like, I don't know. I, that's why the Hayward money, they probably just need to get off it and see, you know, where they're at there. Because they got, you know, they beat the Raptors without him, you know. The Gordon Hayward situation is a horrible situation because, you know, everyone's rooting for you, Gordon, but when you make that much money and we need to upgrade the team, and like you said, they still beat Toronto without him, push comes to shove, it's it's time to move along. Gordon Hayward would move on. go down as one of the favorite Celtics of all time if he just came out this offseason and was like... I'll take a twenty. I'll take a twenty million dollar pay cut. I like, think he should. Like, like <laughs> he would he go from being a boss in the A trade. He to, should. He, yeah. just be, it would be awesome That'd to see. I got but a feeling you, Robin's in his ear though. So. Yeah, Robin's. <laughs> you just say, had another kid. I don't know. Do college say, is though, expensive. He could be the Sixers and have forty-five million, <laughs> million going to Tobias Harris and another thirty million going to Al Horford. So yeah, I'd rather have Gordon's contract to be paid to Tobias Harris forty million dollars a year. Yeah. So the Tobias Harris contract. That's the worst contract in history. At least Timothy Mozgov for sixteen million a year back in the day. <laughs> Joe Harris is better than Tobias Harris. Yeah, <laughs> to the Sixers right now, 100. percent He would be more valuable to the Sixers. But this we, this all started with Brad. So let me get just a quick Brad yeah, thing. Go ahead. Uh, I I love Brad. <laughs> I think okay, Brad is a genius. He's a great play caller. Like you saw him at the airport, the, right? I did see him at the airport. <laughs> I was surrounded by his entourage and assistant yeah. coaches, so I was yes. scared to go up to him. But Marcus Smart, that's where my love for Marcus Smart began when he took a picture with me in the airport. And then Kelly Olenek, I hate you. You were mean. Um, <laughs> but 
the more and more I watch, and I've said this a couple times on the pod already, and I don't want to believe it, and Brad is still a great coach, but I really hope that they get to that next level because I don't want him to be his Brad Mike Budenholzer. Great yeah. regular season coach, but doesn't motivate his guys. He, I mean, great play caller, whatever. Great X's and O's guy. But when you really need adjustments, when you really need stuff to change, you're just this, uh, you're just the same. Spolstra and Nick Nurse outcoached Brad in the playoffs. Like you can see all the adjustments they make, how much energy they have. Spolstra is going to go down as one of the best coaches ever if he keeps up this run with what he's doing. And I just I don't know. Budenholzer like has Giannis. He has all these guys. They yeah. win sixty something games in the regular season, and then they lose in five games of the Heat. I just don't want that to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Brad's better than that, but. It just—he's gonna be on the hot seat after this year if they don't. If, if definitely, they don't, if Nick Nurse was on the court in the Raptors series. He caused <laughs> a turnover that, that changed the game. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Spolstra's <laughs> went to four finals all with LeBron. People yeah. thought he was washed. But though. honestly, know, since LeBron left, but I think he's killing it. I know. With LeBron. Yeah, no, I know. I, that too. I know, but. I you think know, it's this, this. This is his first final without LeBron. Let's just remember. It. But you just, just gotta look at the that. team. Sure. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs last year. I, I know. And, no, I know. He's doing. He's. And good. I think a lot more is not necessarily your success, but how much you develop talent. Like they found Kendrick Nunn was undrafted. He was their starting point guard all year. He was on all first rookie, all team yeah. first rookie. I just I, I butchered know, that. No, you just said <laughs> one of the best coaches of all time. I think he, if he continues his run with developing young guys yeah, and making okay. the finals, definitely one of the best from his era. Yes, okay. No, no, same all time. I mean, he's, he's just yeah. he just he motivates his guys. They all like him. Like, look at the team he has right now. No, I'm a spoke fan. They, they smacked the Celtics. Pat Riley at GM. They smacked the guys. Celtics. They smacked. The, the Bucks, they swept the Pacers, who people thought that series was going six or seven. Yeah. Like they've they developed Dude. Bam a lot. They developed Hero. They got undrafted That's Duncan, undrafted Nunn. They have Pal Riley. Celtics need to fire Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge, <laughs> Trader Danny <laughs> isn't making issue. any moves. I mean, Kyrie didn't work out. I the Kendrick down. Perkins Terry didn't work Dude. out. <laughs> Nothing worked out since Pierce. or not Pierce, but Allen and Garnett. Just like getting the picks for Tam and Brown, really. That, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Those, no, no, I know what they you're saying. The draft, yeah. the draft, they like they did. They worked like, out so there, they but the little Marco stuff. Instead. Yeah, and the little but stuff the all around horrible. it too. Like, I definitely think is uh, like f- filling out these teams. And I know they haven't been expected to yeah. be like truly competing for a title until arguably like halfway through this year. Because I know early season they're still projected to be like a three or a four seed. But like, I don't think a lot of teams thought they'd be two games away from the finals. Well, you know? go. But. Yeah, Who's go ahead, Jake. What, what you got for us? Bolster, real quick. Oh, yeah. Just so my take doesn't oh, yeah. sound ridiculous. <laughs> People were clamoring that after they beat the Celtics that they made the finals with this team that he should be in the hall. Uh, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Because so, he's got two titles. So I'm just probably on yeah. top of the so, two yeah. titles. So, I get that. He gets a third it's, title. It's kind of real easy quick. For, just some. I don't sound like the Hall of Fame sometimes. So I and he's still a younger coach. He has time. He is young. He's gonna be a Heat forever. But go ahead. So here I've looked through. Everyone Celtics have drafted, and people that have gotten picked after some of their bad picks. Okay, 2019, you know, kind of realized maybe some players have to develop. wasn't that good of a draft, but someone they could still have, but they traded to Philly. Matisse Thybulle, yeah, low key, yeah. low key, nice. Low no, key he's nice. Uh, people say he's already like a top 20 defender. Yeah, but like honestly, I do we think have so many he has to build like it more like elsewhere. So I don't know if it would have. But I know what you're saying. Like, it's definitely a guy that's better than I think uh, some of the guys still accept now. Tyler Hero, 13. Yeah, they could have traded up to get Tyler Hero. We know that. They got Romeo Langford. They got Grant Williams, 22nd pick. Tremont Waters. Okay. After that, 2018 draft. They only get Robert Williams, one pick. 
People that could have picked instead of him, take it for what you want. I know Trent's going to be upset. They could have gotten Gary Trent Jr. Oh, shit. Picked a couple picks <laughs> that... after. Could have had Mitchell Robinson. Damn, I love Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> I know. Okay. 2017, they take Jason Tatum. Obviously, then second round, 37th pick, they take Semi. Okay? Damn. After Semi, Monty Morris, Dylan Brooks. Oh, wow. Both taken. And then after that, they take Kadeem Allen and Jabari Bird. It's filthy. <laughs> <laughs> My only comment to these picks. I know it's it's all. It, I'm just. No no no. I I, I agree with you. We talked like they they've done good in the top ten with Tatum Brown Smart, but in order to really gauge how bad those picks were, you would have to look at how the roster was constructed and see I what know. positions they need. Because a lot of the time, like Kadeem Allen and Jabari Bird, clearly they needed a guard at the time. That's why they drafted two guards. And you can see what guards were uh, picked uh, after them. But I think if you're like, um, you said, who, uh, who they take instead of Dylan Brooks? But Dylan Brooks and Semi. So Semi, yeah. Oh, d- well, they are. Semi's just not panning out either. They need I don't mean, he's supposed he to pan out. Solid. Like, and D, yeah, that's what I mean, but he doesn't. He, he is, he's not 37% from three. Yeah, How many did he take a game, though? I don't that's know. what I'm saying. He's not, he's not good. He and might not be on the team next year, but. I mean, it's he's also a 30 something pick in the draft. I don't really. Like, it's hard to find, like. A gem, like, oh, I'm going to take Dylan Brooks instead of Semi Ojale, you know? Like, it's not that easy to just, like, know yeah, which guys are going to develop better. Who knows, you know? Just, you, you know, know, one thing I really noticed in the draft is people look way too much. The analytics are really good sometimes, but sometimes people look way more into the analytics than they need to. Like, Dylan Brooks, people uh, looked away from him because he stayed in college for a few years. People tend to not like the guys that stayed in college. Monty Morris stayed in college for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, Monty Morris led all of college basketball in assist-to-turnover ratio. He's one of my favorite players, Iowa <laughs> State. He was so good. He was, like, the best point guard in the country. And I get it. He's a smaller point guard. He's not a great shooter, whatever, whatever. But you just have to look at production sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks was great in college. Uh, Monty Morris was great in college. Like, why not just draft a guy that you know? Like, Grant Williams. He stayed there for a while. That's why he was such a high pick. Production. Like, so many teams passed on Grant who uh, some uh, NBA people say that Grant Williams – dropped way further like he's a top 10 contributor on a lot of teams and he dropped to what what pick they get him with 22nd like that like yeah. that's a good pick because teams just overlook the guys that stay in college they like the rookies that leave college who have high upsides but that doesn't always work mm-hmm. At, on on the flip side of that Jalen Brown pick number three Dragon Bender and Chris Dragon Dunn were the Bender. picks after <laughs> Dragon Bender. and then okay. we were looking at Jason Tatum oh, wait, 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 and wait. Josh Jackson the pick after we're talking about guys that can Potentially be out of the NBA, so okay. We did hit. Let's keep we going in the top ten. Yeah, we should. That's it. Yeah. We, the John Outside the top ten, but those right, could have been going horribly missed. Let's keep going in 2016. First round, 16th pick for the Celtics. Yabuselli. That was <laughs> French no, dream. First baby. pick, 20. Or first round, 23rd pick. Ante Zizic. Those were drafted. These are yeah. all, listen, the roster was okay. loaded. Listen, keep, we're gonna keep going. They, they had so many picks. I'm waiting for James Young. Deontay Davis traded to Memphis. Raid Zagorich traded to Memphis. I don't. I'm unsure who they got. Uh, it. They had a lot of picks, but they, they wait. There's still make. more. They had five picks in the second round. Okay, right after those people, Demetrius Jackson, Ben Bentil, Abdel Nader. <laughs> Nader's still in the league. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Okay. 2016, people they could have had. Mal- so Malik Beasley, Karis LeVert, both taken after Yabuselli. Oof, that's yeah. tough. That was in the Celtics phase of they didn't that have was any the, roster they spots. The and Bridges. They, and they the kept Bridges. drafting overseas guys that could come over. And that's a Draft classic example stash. of, yeah. And so that, that was the situation there. So I understood the picks, but do I agree with them? No, but they just didn't have any roster spots. Yeah, and then, at, okay, ready? Siakam, 
Ivaka Zubats, they got taken in the second round, which is after Yabuselli and Zizic. I think that's why the Heat are so good is like you like finding and, that talent. Yeah. I think most teams can't find it. And like Malcolm Duncan, Brogdon, like Duncan Robinson, Ooh, yeah. another guy that fits exactly what I said. Stayed in college for yeah. a long time. One of the best players in college basketball, and teams don't want to draft him because he's older. Oh, he's not super athletic. Like draft him. He it? was so good in college. Was... Malcolm Brogdon. Oh yeah, Malcolm yeah. Brogdon. Just, we can keep going. It's 2015, 2014, 2013. Yeah, obviously Bad. not a good track record. 2013, they missed out on a lot. It's I will say, people. back to what John kind of said too, it is like a lot of credit to the Heat because even since LeBron left, they never drafted above 10 and they have a finals team now. So like, And I know the East is kind of open for like the top four teams, but like they're the ones that won it, you know what I mean? Like They're the East champs. Like I think uh, it's definitely about making the right picks that are going to fill the needs you need to win in today's NBA. Dude, I think 2015, they got Terry. And then after that, RJ Hunter, Jordan Mickey, Marcus Thornton. You know who yeah, got those are bad. picked after Jordan Mickey? Um, Josh Richardson. Dude, damn. you know who's uh, slipped in the second round there? Willie Hernan Gomez. Oh, no, movie star. No, that's isn't that no, Wancho. 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 <laughs> There's brother. Willie and Wancho. <laughs> Wait, which one's <laughs> better? In the, which one has better stats? Wancho's uh, the shooter. Let me uh, see. The Dude, that's so nuts. Willie B. Wancho. I definitely the, the saw them like multiple times in fantasy, and I always just thought it was the same. Person. <laughs> like I'm a waiver wire. Well, it's it's not every day you see two, two Hernan Gomez's. Are they not related? They must. They gotta be related. There's no way that you're not. Um. And then Rashad Holmes slip, but he just kind of had like a good season. Yeah, they're brothers. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a there's you know. I think that's the difference between great great teams and good teams. Like the Heat are going to be great for a while because of their I draft. I don't know. The, there's someone named uh, Kevin Durant who you used to be very very high on. If you've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, do. He's coming. I don't that means disagree. That he's coming for that. Eastern Conference chip. That's for sure. And that's why we keep talking about do the Celtics have a window because Durant and Kyrie are going to hypothetically yeah. run the East, or they should. They will yeah. run the East. I don't disagree yeah. about Easy that. Money the Nets at all. You never know coming with the injuries. That's why I, I just think. You never know with a seven footer in the Tatum's going to end up in Brooklyn. He's going to be like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a report he was calling Kyrie. Was in the playoffs. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Kyrie called him in leadership. Yep, they stuff. were talking. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Kyrie was just. Talking about leadership. Yeah. Just checking in. <laughs> yeah. I do think uh, I agree with everything you said about the Nets, Neil. I just think they're still, like, one move away from, I think, being... Like, not to say they can't make the what? finals how they are. I'm just saying, like, to be the best of the... Like, I still, I just think their team feels Let's out a little weird. Let's not forget what the Lakers Levert roster looked KD, like at Kyrie, the beginning of free agency this year. Yeah. It was LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, and Jared Dudley. Mm-hmm. And when you have a top-tier team... Those vets just come Yeah, but I, I would say also that... Dinwiddie? Who, yeah. the Nets? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what... I know, but if they have... A, a force. I totally agree, but I just think the he fit is. with like yep. him, Kyrie, and Levert is still something they... They need to see how it is, I guess. This is, is like... If they're about. one piece away, who isn't one piece away? No, no, like, that's why, I, that's why I said from the beginning. That's Celtics why I said... Are at least I'm just saying, I'm not going to take the Nets on paper right now over, like, the Lakers or, like, the I don't know, like... Oh, well, I, they on paper, yeah, they are better than the Celtics. They have Kyrie and KD. I, so, like, on paper, I'm just the saying the ultimate end goal for the Nets, which is a title, I still think that could be a move away. It's a little no, off topic, no, yeah, but right. I just think the fit is a question mark still until we see it. I know what you're saying because... KD needs the ball in his hands. Kyrie needs the ball in his hands. Dinwiddie thrives when he has the ball in his hands. Levert, you saw in the playoffs, needs the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what they're going to do? 
They're going to do some package, like Levert, Dinwiddie, some picks. They're going to get Bradley Beal. <laughs> That's what I've always I've always Bradley kind of thought Beal, they were going to make a move. 30. He cracked the 30 mark this year. First player ever to score 30 and not make the All-Star oh, game. Oh, and also, let's not mention <laughs> that the Nets signed DeAndre Jordan to a f- literally a horrible contract just to get KD and Kyrie. And I get it. It's worth getting those two. But, like, it's, it's like a three- or four-year deal on him, and they have... Uh, Jared, Jared Allen. Allen, who's Texas. a million times better than, than DeAndre Jordan is right now, and sometimes wasting money basically on a rock. Do. I guess we'll see how. It, but that you know, there are some question marks about how the roster's filling out. Is all is what what was my main point? But I totally agree. The Nets should be the favorite because of KD and Kyrie is the number two. Bringing up uh, my guy Jared Allen for a minute in Texas, uh, complete change of subject. Did you guys see uh, by any chance the Texas Texas Tech football game from this last weekend? We didn't, John. John's our Texan. I saw the high score. Oh boy, do you guys with Jake? You saw it? No. Oh my God. Fill us in, John. So Texas was down fifty-six to forty-one with three minutes and thirteen seconds on the clock in one timeout (laughs) by fifteen points in three minutes. Right? Sam Ellinger, Heisman Trophy candidate, leads him down. They score a touchdown. Sam. Right? So, so they're down 56 Sam. to 49 with a little over a minute left, one timeout. They get the onside kick. No. They go down no. the field in a minute. No. They scored. 56-54, and they get the two-point conversion. In three minutes, they score 15 points. Tie the game, stand it overtime. They win it overtime. Is Texas back, John? Can Te- I get a Texas? Texas is back. Let's go. Oh, my God. My heart was in my, my, heart was in my freaking gut, Because one Texas loss in college gone. football. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. I've gone through hell and back. <laughs> Where have, were they? I have NCAA football 2013. They're pretty good. <laughs> oh, true. The simulation. Texas is back every year, but yeah. this is the real year they're back. John, can, you know, not since we're on the topic of okay. te- Texas, yes, can sir. I get your thoughts on the horns down? Did you or, see or, it? Yeah, yeah, I saw Oh, the they did down. it to him? The, the QB of Texas Tech, when they scored the touchdown to make it 56-41, horns down. And then the <laughs> meme is when the meme was, like, making fun of them because yeah. they scored 50, uh, how many points? Uh, 22 straight points in the game. Yeah, yeah. the little backstory on it that always is, correct me if I'm wrong, John, yes. didn't the University of Texas have a problem with other schools doing horns down because it was like did, taunting yeah. and, and hurt some feelings, that, some I guess we could say. players, whatever, didn't like it in the summer. Like, it's part of the game. Like, we do it to them. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like football. a... Yeah, like, okay, are you really going to get that offended if somebody does something to your logo? Like, that's oh, funny. Like, no. Like, how? That's why I love... Who was a T.O. who went down to the Dallas... Oh, uh, yeah, and, it just... <laughs> Yeah. That was those, are the, those are the best parts about football the taunting like the celebrations that, that, that's what makes football football yeah like uh picking up the phone in the end zone and get, getting on the cell phone with that joe horn i want to say it was yeah yeah like, i remember like, and now you, you can't do stuff like that anymore and i like the taunting the i love that that makes sports sports i'm just still at least they let them dance now. all in favor espn airs the explicit versions of games players all in players mic'd up ESPN 2, the clean version of games. <laughs> that right, seems yeah. more, just if they're going to pull it ESPN off. Plus. Yeah, that's exactly. what I was going to say. They got to go uh, somewhere where the kids can't just change the fair, channel up. <laughs> I'm just like, NFL, what's, what's the name? What? That dude. Oh, Chris Berman. Uh, yeah, uh, that's yeah. on ESPN Plus. <laughs> Fumble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. All right. Um, I guess uh, you know. Any last thoughts on the Celtics before we talk? I have about one. The it's not really a Celtics. It's just Anything a hot take. Anything is possible. I just wanted to throw in a hot Fire take. Fire Danny Ainge. My hot take is: I think Bam might be when KD is not KD anymore. Might be the best player in the Eastern Conference. Ooh. All right. All right. And based on impact, honest, I'm assuming. Impact. Impact. Yeah. Based on impact. Most valuable player in the Eastern Conference is- in a few years. 
All I know is I'm rooting for the Nets now. It's Kyrie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jake no. does have the Celtics Kyrie on. Hey, I I think the Ky- uh, Kyrie should have stayed with the Celtics and Brad- they should have let Brad go and make Kyrie. Hot take. I agree. <laughs> Let's hear the hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take. Kyrie Irving at the end of these games against Miami would have been a hot lot take. better you than Kemba Walker. You can't just let Kemba Walker like Ky- wouldn't go to the Okay, rack. and real quick, because I don't even know if I mentioned this. They had chemistry issues this year. Locker room issues. Also, these chemistry issues don't even happen only in the locker room. They happen on the court. All during the playoffs, they've had chemistry issues. And they had arguments in the locker room. Is it Was it really all Kyrie's fault? Or maybe Brad just can't handle his I guys? wouldn't say they had chemistry. The fight after being down 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals, that's like any team's going to do that. Okay, and, and they on talked the court. all year about how, how much they mm-hmm. loved Kemba, how Kemba was great for them, and they all loved each yeah, other. Yeah, and I Candace love, and it it's great that they fucking love each other, and they like <laughs> have like... Pasta parties More before every game. game. But, but that's like, that's. Who get, I'm sure LeBron doesn't even talk to half the guys on his team. Jake, you're not considering how many more smiles per game the Celtics had this year. I don't <laughs> think they probably fair. did lead the league in <laughs> smiles per game. You underestimate how much that, that how much value. People say LeBron's one of the best teammates ever. No, so I know. I I'm kind of kidding. Of but, like, yeah. I, it's good that they get along. But I'm saying on the court, they still have chemistry issues because they get along outside the court. But They should have done they, everything they could have possibly done to keep Kyrie Irving in Yes. Boston. And the you reports started coming like out, go. and they when did nothing to try to keep When you there. land someone like that in Boston, how are you just going to let them go? You did Come give on. up your franchise player on Isaiah not- Thomas, and you did ruin his career to just let Kyrie walk? I don't know. Just, I to, think, get, just well, to end up with Kemba and that end up. Don't you I think know, but they didn't, do, they didn't do everything. But they no. didn't make that move at the deadline. They didn't do all this stuff. But don't he you- was complaining about Tatum and Brown, who are near a one He was complaining one- about Hayward. He Dude, was, no, he, was mad he about said Hayward. the young guys aren't mad about Rosier. He said the young guys all year. He was pissed at the young guys. How they didn't know how to win. Exactly. Okay, and it's happening now. Can I say though, when it's very was, correct. Can I say when it was time to win for the Celtics against the Bucks? Kyrie shot seven of twenty-two and back to back close games. And how about every time it was time for the Celtics to win this year, they gave up a goddamn lead. I I, I agree. And Marcus I agree they yelled lost. at them for basically not knowing how to win. I agree they lost. Marcus yelled at them for basically the same thing Kyrie did. But I I just think that like. This loss, like it was a bad Except, loss. No, no, like I just think last year was like worse, and well, not worse. only how it looked and how it went down too. I just, I don't know. But I will say about Kyrie, he obviously, shouldn't have done this stuff in the media. He, if he had a problem with the team, he should have. It done became it in the media. too that much was, of a circus. Like, I agree, but the media. It, dude, when, there's still a circus with Des Bryant. What the whole time he was on the. The yeah, but that's why he, he hasn't could. been signed, I don't think, okay, since. Okay, so what? That's why you keep people. Like, that's why people still want an AB. That's why Tom Brady still wanted AB. I just or think uh, when you practice. get on the field, when you get on the court, you make plays. I think about Kyrie, too, though, is um, I just think uh, like none of what you guys are saying about him being better is wrong. I don't I know, disagree yeah. at all. I just think like with Kyrie... Based on what we've seen his whole career, obviously he can change, no doubt. Like, he's still, I'm sure, like, maybe next season's going to be the best year of his career. Who knows? Like, he's gradually been having better statistical seasons the last few years. But I just think, like, if you want to win a title with Kyrie, I think we saw from the Celtics experiment, although it was really one full year because he got hurt for the playoffs year before, I think Kyrie just needs a super awesome wing next to him, and he can't be, like, like the guy. Like, like, I think well, you're right, you and think I think about Kyrie it, accepted it, too. Well, that's yeah, why that's why he's with Brooklyn Kevin Durant instead Kevin of LeBron Durant. James. That's why, like, I agree Kyrie, you know, is better, and if it worked you're out right, and Trent. they got along, it would work out. And we're just hating bat, because we're salty. Let's move along. Me and Jake will cool down. What if Kyrie accepted the fact that they're young guys and they need to develop, and he took a little back roll for like maybe half a season or the whole regular season this year like Kemba did to let Tatum shine. Tatum blossomed. 
where are they at right now? Tatum is that. It is scary. And let's also remember, Tatum. where was, was Kyrie during the playoffs? Saying, yeah. Yeah. On the bench. They're not playing. Injured. Oh, the first He's also year, injury yeah. prone. You got to bring that saying, up. Kyrie's yeah. very injury prone. That's yeah, yeah, definitely. When you move that the whole quick, it's Derrick Rose. He took an injury this year. Just as an excuse to sit out. <laughs> yeah, that was a fake injury. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I mean, Jesus, Kemba did practically the same thing. He was remember when he was wearing like literally like five <laughs> rolls of, of freaking gauze around yeah. his knees, just standing on the court. Like that looked crazy. All right, guys. Uh, we got about, you know, 10 minutes left or so about talking about some NBA before we move on. Let's jump into the finals. Brief little preview. Game one is tonight. Uh, Lakers heat, obviously. Let's what are go your, heat. What are your uh, thoughts going into the series, Neil? My thoughts are, it's going to be really interesting. I think that Everyone's looking for LeBron to certify his fourth championship, become the GOAT. But I think that um, those guys down from Miami are going to have something to say about it. Oh, Just are the we same way. A hot take? This is not a hot take because they took down the Celtics. They took down the Bucks. They have had a really, really good run. Are they winning the finals now? I think they're going to win the finals. Wow. What's your take? Let's hear What's it. What's my take? As long as they can keep the Lakers off the free throw line, if you know what I'm saying. Then uh, they win the series. <laughs> so what, what's your what's your guess? What's Heat my in? guess? He it's gonna go six or sevens, but I'll go seven just to make it. Heat in seven, LeBron I mean, losing in a game seven would be a storyline. The thing about the Lakers is, you know what you're getting with LeBron. Even if LeBron scores his forty a night, who and AD does great? That's who's their third win. player? LeBron's you, not gonna score forty. He's gonna. I know. I'm saying. Assists. I'm saying best case scenario. But That's who's not, their third though. option? That's yeah, not that's the best the case scenario. Them. The best case scenario is like LeBron scores thirty and has like fifteen assists or twenty five. Kyle like Kuzma. Assists. Kyle Kuzma. He's, he's I don't know. Man. Rondo. I don't know. I agree with what the base of what you're saying, but I think the Lakers hit a point where like LeBron and AD have full control over these games, just like how LeBron has in the playoffs. That's just my take. That's it's just like my take. It, it reminds me a lot of how the Cavs used to be with LeBron and Kyrie, except AD's obviously not Kyrie. He's a completely opposite player, but like. The way they set up like ISOs for him just to work and cook, like he's unstoppable. He gets yeah. to the line listen, so much Trent. because of that. Listen, like, Trent. Is there a team outside of the Clippers in the NBA that are better suited to match up with the Lakers than the Heat? No. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Jimmy, That's definitely Jimmy, true. a combination of Jimmy, J, Bam, and Igudala will be on LeBron or AD at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no other team that can do that. So. I, you don't shut down. Like like people say it all the time in the NFL when you're facing a really uh, good guy or in the NBA, you're facing Kevin Durant. You can't stop them. You just have to try to slow them down. LeBron and AD are going to get theirs. But like Neil said, I know they've kind of accepted like what they have behind LeBron and AD, but LeBron and AD won in uh, best player, second best player in the series. I think the heat of the next six guys, Bam, Jimmy, uh, Hero, Dragic, no. Uh, probably maybe Rondo's better than like Hero. Like, no. Yes. <laughs> Heroes. Bro. Okay. No, okay. We're close. talking about the NBA Finals right here. We're not. I'm not taking yeah, this. Tyler Hero had one thirty. Had a thirty-seven point game. Then people are gassed up about him in the playoffs. He averaged over twenty against the Celtics. In the okay. Shot he's not. 50%. He's yeah. But we're talking about playoffs overall impact right now. Rondo's a problem. I do Rondo's think Rondo's a problem. Rondo's not going to single-handedly. No, win he's not. But like, you don't Hero need him to. Off. You don't need him to. Tyler Hero's not going to go off on LeBron and AD. They're not going to be covering him. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're going to be still be in the game. But just, just because they're on the court, doesn't, doesn't go that way. Doesn't. Yeah, but he just cooked Marcus. Tyler Hero's going to get 
37. I don't, I'm not going to say Tyler's going to get exposed, but he's not going to play as good as he did in the Celtics. He's I think it's he doesn't need going to be harder for, he's like... impressive no matter what happens. You would think it's harder for a young guy to consistently be solid every night, especially in the finals at this point. Like, no matter how and well he's And if he does, played, if he proves me wrong, then that's yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. He's, he's, I, I know what you're real, saying. You know. He's a real... It's hard, yeah. He scored double-digit points in every game in the playoffs so far. And he almost had a triple-double against the Celtics, he's too. Really no, I know. Good. He, their offense, I think, just flows so nice, and the guys they have built around, they can all shoot and put the ball on the floor and pass smartly. So I also think it's pretty crazy that Rondo is the third best guy in the Lakers right now. Based on it's impact, just, totally. It's he's, always, it's he's always nice. He just has locker room problems and gets injured. Well, like Kuzma's just not good anymore. Kuzma's probably like the sixth most valuable guy in the Lakers. Like Dwight yeah. Howard's showing his value crazy right now. Rondo is. KCP, like... I just feel like LeBron and AD plus three shooters, whether like any variation hmm. the Lakers have, whoever's hitting, it's just so hard to beat. And it's been so hard to beat with LeBron and shooters and like another great player for all these years, you know? So he I just have a hard time. Match with them, though. My prediction yeah, is Lakers in five. I, I just want to ask, too, yep. like what happens in a game where Jimmy yep. Butler has the four points? Like the you think, sweep. I know Jimmy Butler is, post, post has his up. impact and everything, but like... What happens when he has four points in a finals game against LeBron and, like, he's just, you know, non-existent scoring that night? Like, because that happens sometimes. Not four points, maybe, like, he, he did has that against the Celtics sometimes, and they still won. Them. I agree, but the Heat, or, I mean, the Lakers, the, the Lakers are, like, a different beast than the Celtics. I think, like, if the Celtics played any of the teams the Lakers just played, it would have gone long series, like, in all of them. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, the Lakers just won five-game series against, like, all, all these, like, you know, real playoff teams. All right, so. Portland... Alright, come on. Let's not. Portland, like, if they played a full season with the team they had in the bubble, they weren't gonna be in the eighth seed. So they weren't gonna be the eighth seed. As simple as that. They are no NBA champion. Uh, let, let, I me agree. Throw, let me throw a quick LeBron set out there before I give my uh take on the series. The last time LeBron when do you think the last time LeBron lost a playoff series before the NBA finals was? When he was on the Cavs the Against Bears the first. Celtics. The last time he went to the Heat. Two thousand ten was yeah, the last time yeah. LeBron lost the playoff series. When he took his jersey finals. off. That yeah. just sounds fake. I know, that is absurd, because the last That's year, too, they just Soul's Sister was the number one song. <laughs> John, you Anthony Davis song. was a junior God, in high school. What? Yeah. That's basically... That's the craziest that I've ever heard. That's basically... Like, that's why LeBron last year was like, I'm not going. Like, yeah. I'm just giving up now. And I think yeah. it's fair to say, if he secures this fourth championship... He is undoubtedly the greatest player of all time. Oh, I Whoa, like it. Neil's coming and that's coming from someone oh, that is hot. a LeBron I, I love the hater. I am a certified <laughs> LeBron hater. I'm all, I've am i always been on the side of LeBron's better just because he's about to uh, become, if he wins, obviously, always. he would become the first player to win. And finals MVP, I think, too. He would be the first player to win three different titles and three different finals What's your MVPs take time? for like different. I think Lakers in six. I was gonna. Say I was Lakers gonna say five, but I think like if the, the Lakers are up three one, the LeBron's just not gonna bring it the same. <laughs> but I did see the Mamba jerseys are being worn in game two and game seven. So if it gets to the game seven, Lakers are winning. They it's over. They <laughs> but it shouldn't say, get to seven. They shouldn't even mention game seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just announced what players. They should have said two it. and four. All right, so guys. Sweep them in the Mambas. I gotta go to a quick ad read before we move on. Oh here. boy, we got some ads every week. Our good friend Dante from Cleveland yep. pays an exorbitant price of Andrew to get from Cleveland. Andrew from Cleveland, excuse Chris me, Ball sucks. to get a thirty-second ad read into the show. Sometimes it's a message from him. Sometimes it's from a co-sponsor. Sometimes right. it's from a guest sponsor writing in. Well, right. today's ad read is brought to you by Gooba. Jake, I'm going to read this one to you, dear Gooba, two gents. Gooba. You know. Time constraint. We got a minute go uh, and a half left. So after I ask this, just give me your thoughts. Got you. Go. go. Recently, I saw a part of an interview with rap star Six Nine. Yep. Yep. It's hard to understand why people are mad at him if he just told the court info that they were looking for about a crime. 
Why are people mad at him for going to the police? Is 6ix9ine a good influence for kids? Is he the future of music? Okay, this Go is ahead, Jake. This table's is what I'll yours. Say. You got a minute. Um, I believe telling law enforcement when you get in trouble, um, that's the right thing to do. We're not going to promote <laughs> lying to law enforcement. But this is also the thing. You don't want to get yourself into the life of a gang member, especially if, you know... You're, it's almost like you're not a game becoming member. part of a culture that you're not really from, which is not the right thing to do. And then also telling law enforcement about the people around you, what they've done when you weren't originally part of that culture, a little sketchy. Yeah. But what I should also say is Spotify, YouTube, all these people should not condemn 6ix9ine because all he did was tell the truth to the police. I mean, if you're going to stop, if you're going to condemn 6ix9ine, what other artists are you going to condemn? True. Okay. Bigger but. snake, KD or 6ix9ine? Oh, quick, quick. Who's got the answer? KD. Uh, KD. <laughs> KD. KD. Snake of the pod. Yes. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with some more Two Drents. Two Gents, one try. Two Drents. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're going to jump in to the NFL, a little midweek update. We got our Lions correspondent with us, Neil. I'd love to hear your thoughts on your team coming off with the one of the biggest upsets of the weekend, Neil, over the Cardinals. All right, so typical Lions football, down to the wire. They <laughs> finally come out with the win. Normally it's the other way around, but I'm happy. Matt Prater, shout out to that guy. He deserves a beer, even though he's not allowed to get one. But uh, <laughs> we're looking at, I think, is um, a... Big matchup against New Orleans. We'll see. I am not huge on the Lions this year making the playoffs. Packers look really good. The Bears look really good. And that would have to mean they beat out one of those two teams. So the whole thing with the Lions that I'm looking at is their running back situation. And they have Adrian Peterson, who they picked up off the street last week. (laughs) Ended up being a big move, though. No, it's a great move. Adrian Peterson's an all-time great. But when you spend a first-round pick and another top pick a few years before on two running backs, and neither of them are looking to pan out, I mean, it's early to talk about Swift, but come on, man. What is going on (laughs) with this organization? You need to fire Patricia. What is going on, Mr. Quinn, and what is going on, Mr. Patricia? (laughs) It is time to just tear this thing down. Let Matt Stafford loose. Let this man go get Free some wins. Matt Free Matt Stafford. Wow. <laughs> when you look at what they've done, they drafted Jeff Okuda in the first round this year, but they traded Darius Slay, and then they traded Quandre Diggs. Those three guys could be their own little legion of boom back there, but they decided to piece by piece take that apart. Didn't they let Ziggy go too? Yep, Ziggy's gone. They yeah. their their defense is a shell of what it could be. It's play, they're playing pretty decent on defense. They have a few nice pieces, a couple of nice linebackers, but I just don't see them doing too much this it's year. A, There's like been a, other years where I've been way hotter on them, but <laughs> when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers looking like real Aaron Rodgers motivated, they just drafted a quarterback and the Bears coming out with a win, switching around quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you could be the Falcons, though. You could Lions, be the Falcons. You could be the Falcons. Hey, we have an opportunity. We have a good team. When Matt Stafford's in the in the pocket, as long as he's not getting hit, you have, you're, they'll put up points. Yeah. It's just can our defense 
slow the other team down. It's tough that this was only their first win of the year, too, because from just initial reaction, it felt like they were just desperate to not be 0-3, which is clearly something you want to do. But uh, they obviously beat a team that everyone really likes and thinks is super talented. So, you know, it's kind of hard to tell what's up, but, like, I don't know. Last year, didn't they start 1-2, and two, or did they start 0-2-1 and one or something like that? Yeah, they should have won one of their games. It feels a lot like how they started last year because they should have won one of their first two when games. When you look at it, a loss to the Bears in a one-score game and a loss to the Packers in pretty much a blowout. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you're expecting. You yeah. have to play those guys twice a year, and they normally split or lose both, unfortunately. But their schedule, as you look at it, Saints, Jaguars, Falcons, Colts, Vikings, Washington, Panthers, Texans, this is and then Bears and Packers again, Titans, Bucks, Vikings. You don't see a single Seattle. You don't see Tampa Bay. True. You don't see the Patriots. The wins on are there. there. The wins are potentially there. So we'll see. Well, we're all pulling for you, Neil. I mean, you know, we, we it's can't a t- really. It's a hard knock. <laughs> it wasn't one of their losses this year. Like literally, they were gonna win only if DeAndre Swift didn't <laughs> yep. pass. He was in the end zone and it dropped that out was of game, his hands. And it was that was week down. one against the Bears. And in the fourth quarter, they gave up 21 points in the fourth quarter, and they scored zero. With six seconds left, Matt Stafford had a wide-open DeAndre Swift. He had it in his hands. He was already in the end zone. All he had to do was fall. But he looked around for someone to come hit him. He was already past the goal line. I was mad, too, because he's on my fantasy team. I didn't start him, but I was looking for him. First week, wow. Well, that's our Lions update. It might be crazy to say, but a play like that, a simple play like that can literally change the course of DeAndre Swift's entire rookie season. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you're in the doghouse after dropping that. Well, the questions after the game were to Matt Stafford asking, do you still trust him, things along those lines, and clearly they do not. Adrian Peterson just got the... Uh, most of the touches last game. 22 touches. 22 touches, and DeAndre Swift is already taking a secondary role. Swift had zero touches last game, but in like one tar- two targets received. This guy was the third pick of the second round, basically a first-round pick, and he's already third on the depth chart. That's not good. Adrian Peterson gets all his energy from whipping his son with the belt. Adrian <laughs> Peterson has a questionable yeah. past. Yeah, that really is for sure. Very. I know. But when it comes we'll to running the rock. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of his, dude, NFL That's, needs to do a good job keeping people accountable. Yeah, come on, yeah, Adrian. straight up, be better. Straight up, <laughs> straight let's up. go into Cowboys Seahawks. I thought that was one of the most exciting games of the weekend, uh, based on the teams too. Uh, Seahawks, you know, thirty-eight, thirty-one win. Russell Wilson looking like the MVP still. You want I just to- think though that the Seahawks secondary. I mean, maybe it's because they're going up so big. It's part of that too. But like, they're Cam Newton killed them. Like, even though they were down late, and the Cowboys kind of put up numbers on them too. Yeah. I just. Thankfully, Russell's just out of his mind and they're outscoring everyone, but it makes me think against like some of the better teams, that will eventually become you know, possibly a problem. But DK what do you guys think? DK is a top five receiver. He's been a beast. When Patriots he beat Gilmore. that pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk. Belichick, dude, Sony, and, Sony, and Nikhil, dude. We're still... We're still there for him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Nikhil Harris, he's been going ham. He's been improved. And then came out with some chemistry. Yeah, but I just think uh, the oh. Cowboys... Cowboys. Cowboys, Seahawks. I mean, the Cowboys put up numbers and, like, they have all this talent, but it's just weird. America's like, team. they're literally about to go 8-8 eight and eight again and, like, just either barely make the playoffs as the four seed because their division's so yeah. bad. Yeah, and, like, you you know, if the Cowboys are ever going to be serious, like, I got their division, you could, you know, they're lucky enough that they can go 8-8 eight and eight and so on. But, like, 
they need to like have a solid season if anyone wants to take them serious. You and put, if Dak wants his money too. You put Matt Stafford on that Cowboys team and it's a different ball game. Oh, interesting. It's a different ball game. That's a hot take. Free Stafford. It is. <laughs> Send him to Jerry World. I think Jerry would pay him. He doesn't want to pay Dak. <laughs> I know. You know probably the craziest would. thing I heard this week was that Russell Wilson has not received a single MVP vote in his entire career. Yeah. yeah. And that's one single vote. That's why I feel like this year he's going to win, because it's part of it. the yeah. storyline already building up. And, when, and not to say he's not Super playing Bowl. better than everyone. He's winning the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs. He's winning the Super Bowl. I don't know how they repeat. Get yeah, I know it's crazy. It's super Wait, hard to do. Let's go Seahawks. I'm going. I'm going different team. I'm going. Rodgers. Cardinals. <laughs> oh, that's like the hottest take I could. The kind of very fantasy he's getting to. Him. Exactly. It's such a hot take. They lost to the Lions. Last <laughs> week. It's such a hot take. Uh, the Lions no. just said they might have probably not going to make the playoffs. Hey, you hey. Says Seahawks. I like. Tyler it. had a bad week. It's okay. I like it. And you know what? It's <laughs> the hottest really, take there is. I that's really the best think division. I was going to do it. I was hating on him last pod. And I was wrong about him. Who? Who? But the Aaron Rodgers oh. revenge tour is real. <laughs> oh, he's, nice. he's real. Uh, yeah, he went off again. The revenge tour is real. I Aaron Jones is a problem. Devontae Adams is a problem. Packers winning Super Bowl. I think Aaron Rodgers is... I was making a list in my head the other day. I think he's the fifth best quarterback. Oh, yeah? Who you got ahead of him? Oh, let me try to remember. Um, I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes Russ, Lamar. And then I said, I think in my... Who would make sense, sense next? Probably that's Raj, not, honestly. That's why I, I, I mean, oh, I in my head, care. I said Kyler, I'm pretty sure. No. <laughs> but, I mean, right now, I mean... Who, I he just, was balling the first two weeks. There's no doubt. They were both had, balling. Don't say like, he was balling the first week. He had one bad week, Trent. No, I'm just saying, no, that's what I meant, though. Like, this last balling. week was not good is for him. Balling. He threw three picks. Is but the first two I wouldn't say three picks. Balling. Balling. Trent, I'm <laughs> saying he <laughs> is balling. He so, just took a break No, I know, but that's all I meant, too. I'm saying the same thing. It's not that he was balling and he stopped. It's that he is. He just took a break from balling. That's all, Trent. You might have had Deshaun Watson ahead in your head. Anyone, You could put Raj 4-5. Yeah. I think he's even ahead of that right right this second because Lamar just threw for 97 yeah. yards. But I Lamar just won one MVP, so it's like... No, I get, I, I get yeah. why people argue it. I just always, like, like I do think Lamar, obviously MVP, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. There is a stat going around about where his, all, all his losses have fallen in regular season and postseason, and it's all been against the Chiefs or the playoffs. And if you look at all these losses, they all happen the same way. The Ravens fall down early. They can't get going mm-hmm. passing to get back. And I think that is something like as good as Lamar is, you gotta like be wary of that for sure. Cause, you know, it's it's just again when you fall behind, he's owned something when he's down ten in his career too. So like, you gotta be able to come back or still be in the game even if you're down ten points. That's what Trent, that was my point for Trent saying Rodgers last week over Lamar. Trent's also <laughs> well wet over Cam Newton. Thinks Cam Newton's like the second best quarterback. Never said that. I'm once, on that train but. as well. Cam Newton's back. <laughs> he is. He is looking good. I just feel bad for the Pats because they don't have any – or for Cam because they don't have – I mean, I know Edelman and Harry are who they are, but I still think they need, like, someone awesome if they really Cam want. Newton will be top ten in MVP voting this year. Oh, definitely. Mohamed Sanu oh, got cut after a second-round second pick. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. I know, especially when Manuel Sanders was, was yep. also available. And what did they – did he move? Did they move Sanders? He's Saints. Yeah. He's for Saints. a third-round pick. Oh, no, he got second. traded to the Niners at first. But, yeah, it was for some – I think he signed – did he get traded to the Saints too? Or he's was on he the Saints right now. Yeah, no, I, oh, know. I just wasn't sure. But, yeah. Yeah. You know who needs to be talked about is the Falcons. Yeah. 
Than yeah, that. definitely. Over the last 20 seasons, no team has blown multiple 15-point fourth-quarter leads in a single season. The Falcons did it in back-to-back weeks. They were the they yeah. the that's pretty week cool two. They I heard a crazy stat. They were the only team ever to score over forty points and have zero turnovers and still lose a game. Ever. <laughs> that's so insane. I don't know how. Not only Adam Gase on the Jets, but Dan Quinn on the Falcons hasn't been fired after these last two weekends. Like the Jets are literally a me- like so bad. And then like Dan Quinn last year bought himself this year because the last seven games of the year when they were already out of the playoffs basically. They, you know, I'm just saying, like, Baker Mayfield is rookie year. My point I'm trying to make, he was bad in the beginning as a starter. Not horrible, but he wasn't great. And then at the end of the season, he looked so much better when the Browns were out of playoff contention and not only playing, like, bad teams, but teams that, you know, I don't know, they're not going as hard. If you're playing other bad teams, you know, towards the end of the year, you're not always going to get the same effort out of everyone on the opposing team if they suck too. And it was more important for Baker to get better. So, like, then last year he just, you know, was what he was. So Baker's a joke. Yeah, but I just think, uh, yeah, that's basically. Imagine being the Browns and thinking that you don't want Cam Newton for a veterans minimum, basically. Imagine because being you have twenty-five Mayfield. Yeah. This if second. Cam Newton had that offense to work with, oh my god. The Browns are over five hundred right now for the first time since twenty fourteen. Over five hundred. <laughs> so that they had Josh Gordon. Lee and Lee Brian Hoyer, probably, yeah. That's, dude, I think so. Josh Gordon, that year was, like, the best, best he was, receiving year ever because he led the league in receiving yards and missed the first two games. And he was stoned the whole time. He literally didn't give, like, you just knew he didn't give a shit and was just going off. And he still got a Super Bowl ring with the pads. But as friend of the pod, Stephen A. Smith might say, <laughs> stay <laughs> off the weed. Yeah. Yeah. Wise words from Stephen A. Thanks for being a friend, Steven. Yeah, Steve. Coelho's hot. Steve loves it. You know, he's busy, Jake. We can't, you know, we can't expect. Uh, I won't. Bo- I won't bother him like, anymore. I've texted him like. We're not gonna. We're not gonna talk about this at all. But it was really funny after the debate last night seeing people say that Stephen A. Smith should have been the moderator. <laughs> yeah, it was just really funny to think about Stephen A. yelling at him. Uh, all right, guys. I got. Up. I got a little uh, quick little game for you guys. Pretenders or contenders? Oh. All the three and O teams left in the NFL. We got the Steelers. 3-0. and We got contenders. the Titans. Okay, yeah, let's just do it like that. Steelers. Contenders. Contenders. Contenders, I, contenders strictly because they're in the AFC. If they're in the NFC now. I get I mean, that. It's Big Ben. He's ben always there. Bet against. It's Tech never an easy ben. game. Did you hear Big Ben's quote after week one? He's like, if after day one, it felt like I got hit by a train. Yeah. After day two, it felt like I was just hit by a car. It's like, damn, Ben. <laughs> what the hell is yeah, that, that makes me worry about for a full season. Keep but. Tyrod Taylor's doctor away from him. <laughs> right. You see Big Ben on the off season. He looked like he, like a homeless man. Yeah, he looked like he was well, like three hundred pounds. And his Quarantine like gets to you, man. <laughs> He's crazy. Like some people like him, how you just come back after being like a bum for months, and you're just like you can still throw the ball, so it's okay. Yeah, and he was never like the most nimble anyway. So he's just standing there still and slinging it. Undercover <laughs> boss Ben should go undercover as a homeless man and see if anyone recognizes him. <laughs> go try. Listen, Ben. Okay. Who's next? <laughs> the Tennessee Titans, 3-0, and a one-point win. All their wins have been pretty close, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe one of them wasn't. But they've been playing not the best teams and still winning, but not the closest games. What are you guys thinking about the Titans? I don't know. After last year in the playoffs, I think contender. I can't. I, I want to say pretender. You're right, but... Last I would thought they were pretenders last year. Pretenders, yeah. they have COVID. Oh, they can't contend true. with COVID. 
Dude, they better play Tuesday night. I swear. They're I pretenders just because Henry. I don't see them. Yeah. I, I think last year was kind of, I don't want to say a fluke, but like Ryan Tannehill needs to play out of his mind. Yeah, and that's what I, com- I agree. It comes down to Tannehill, him. and I yeah, don't trust him to be that good either. Tannehill has to, he's going to run into harder teams if they make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Too. Like, they they just, definitely. Yeah. yeah they, so. they did beat the Ravens, obviously, or the one seed last year, but. I mean, like I, mean, I said, maybe the there, there, there kind of seems to be a little playbook out on what the you know best that's things to saying. do to beat the Ravens. That's, so yeah. they kind of just followed it, and I think we're well equipped to that's nothing ground great. a pound. Same thing with Titans. People maybe know how to stop them. I mean, this was like the first week, actually, Derrick Henry did good. So Yeah. They've been passing way more. You're right, because Henry They've been handing it off, too, but, heavy, but like, like the first yardage. like 10 carries won't go anywhere, and then they yeah. start passing. Next 3-0 team, the Buffalo Bills. Pretenders. Oh, I so like I, it. This is I, one of the. They've looked like one of the best teams, even have. though they blew this week. But I, I like it. I don't go, like. Go deeper. I just. I don't <laughs> trust know. Josh Allen. That's the only reason. Yeah, I get. He is. He is sporadic and like the Titans, but the Bills I think are better than the Titans. It does come down to Josh Allen and how much better I think he's going to improve. Reason. And you know, Bang. he does look super good. So I guess that's been wrong great, though. Yeah. But we'll, we yeah. shall see. He's, he's probably top. Four in the MVP voting if it happened right yeah, now. Yeah, his stats are really good. really good. Their defense hasn't looked good, and their running back Devin Singletary hasn't looked great. And yeah. I think the thing with the Bills is their defense because I Josh Allen looks great, but he's not going to look great all the time. I think they're a year or two away from Josh Allen being really good to be a contender. So for this second, I think they're a contender. Yeah, and one thing that makes me think they're pretenders too, still is like I know they have a better team on paper than the Pats. But I still feel like the Pats are at least going to split with them. The road you know, is they always, the Patriots. Exactly. Like, I, Belichick, a Belichick coach team with Cam is, yeah. like, this team, I feel better, way better about, la- like, this year's team already than last year's after three games. So Their one loss, they had a goal line stand. Yep. And Against one of the best yeah. teams in the league right now. Do you feel now. better about the team play. overall or just the offense, though? Overall, just well, overall because of the offense. Yeah, honestly, okay. the defense has definitely gotten yeah. regressed a bit, and they don't have their linebacker like a lot of their linebackers from the last some few years. Some games last year was like you can't even score. Yeah, but they can move the ball, and they have more options than like you know what they have. The running QB is here. Yeah, the era of the running stay. QB is here. Yeah, and if Bill's doing it, you gotta you gotta believe you know. <laughs> <That's>, Bill, <laughs> yeah. it's just peer pressure, man. <laughs> a copycat league. All these sports are. The Bears three and zero. Contender no, or pretender? Well, yeah, Nick pretender. Foles, John, Super Bowl champ, is taking over. <laughs> well, I've always been a fan. The Bears of Nick. are but Nick Foles threw seven touchdowns in the game once. He did. He's a hero. Contender. No. <laughs> pretender. They're still pretenders. <laughs> yeah, I just think their coach sucks. And like, I don't know. I know they were two and zero. They Mitch, could though. easily be one and yeah, two. Yeah, he wants to leave, doesn't he? He or, or no, no they, I'm thinking of, yeah. he did, and then they like. I don't know if he, like, followed everyone back. (laughs) But he went off last week, too. He did. Yeah. They're the worst 3-0 team in the NFL. Also, they got to play the Packers twice. And the Lions, who are a feisty team twice. And you can't tell me the Bears, just because they're 3-0, are, like, head over heels better than the Lions. Or even the Vikings, too. Like, that division's, you know, solid. They're not the best teams, but they're not all bad teams. They got got guys for sure. All right. The Seahawks, 3-0, contender. Or pretender. They're contender. in the Super Bowl. Oh, no, contender. Yeah, the <laughs> of course they're contenders, but they're not yeah. They're not going to win at all. Russ is going to be just short. He's going to win MVP, think, though. Do you think there will come a time where the Seahawks move on from Pete Carroll in the yeah, future? I mean, if he they, is considered if one of the they, best coaches. There's no though. reason to move on from him. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of oh. what are you going to bring in that's yeah, better. Definitely. I just was thinking if they keep, like, 
you know, not reaching. I know. Then, yeah. you know, questions come up, and obviously you got to go Russ over over the oh, coach. Yeah. But, like, I, I'd like to believe – it seems like – yeah, it seems like him and Russ's relationship is really good. Like, too, I really so. liked, like, when DK Metcalf walked into their meeting with his shirt off, and then Pete Carroll took his shirt <laughs> yeah. off. It just seems like he's fun and players Wait, like him. what? When DK Metcalf – you know how yeah. enormous – he walked into some pre-draft meeting or app post-draft thing with his shirt off, and Pete mm-hmm. Carroll was like, oh – and then just took his shirt off, and they, like it was a big joke, and it was all over the place. I'm like, well, you want a coach that's funny, that can engage with you, that you like. While you we're on the topic of DK Metcalf, there were rumors last winter that DK Metcalf was hooking up with Michaela Schifrin, the Olympic ski racer. Oh, Neil, also a resident ski guy. And then <laughs> it turns out the only basketball, football, or baseball player she followed on Instagram, you know it, DK Metcalf. Wow. Wow. What a yep. what a move! Okay. <laughs> Improving both on and off the field. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something with the girls making guys play better. <laughs> yeah. Any oh, final thoughts? Back to Pete Carroll. Uh, who are you going to get better than him? I meant to bring this up when you we were talking Celtics. If you do, if with Brad, who do you get that's better than him? I just yeah. want to like that's one reason why you don't that's get rid of him. You can't get anyone better. Yeah, just get rid of I'd figured I'd throw it out there because it definitely seems like the Seahawks are going to you know make the playoffs and everything, but. You know, I'm on the same page as John. I don't know if they got enough uh, on the defensive end to win a Super Bowl. I think, uh, yeah. We'll see, though. It's still the first month of the season, you know. This is feelers early out. But <laughs> now we go to the second-to-last remaining 3-0 team, the Packers. Pretenders or contenders. The last two are going to be the Super Bowl. <laughs> Packers, Chiefs. Oh, Super yeah. Bowl. Chiefs are the yeah. other one. You're right. Yep. I think we all agree the Chiefs are not pretenders. I, I think the Packers are not pretenders. Yeah, the Packers... I think, I think the Seahawks are better than If they have Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. he's got Danica Patrick. I, 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 I That's part Russ, of the revenge tour. I think Russ <laughs> compared to Aaron Rodgers. Go, Daddy. I Russ think they broke up. The game. Did they? Really? I thought so. No, I, I thought, I thought I they broke up. I, I could have swore I saw Rodgers making a joke Another about how much quieter Aaron Rodgers. About how much quieter his life is now that he's uh, Can you imagine single, being one of the best football players in the world and your family doesn't want to speak to you? Yeah, it's it is not a good it's guy. not good. No. It's not it's not good. <laughs> He's definitely like a d- yeah, douchebag. <gasps> they better not have broken up because Well, else. I mean, if you did see his brother Jordan on the 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 uh, bachelor He's not, you know, he's kind ago. of a douche too. Maybe they're just oh, all douches. Maybe, maybe Aaron's cooking up a little reality show himself on the during the season. They've been seen together after their supposed uh, breakup. It's a former. They're still mm, hooking. I see. I yeah. see. I mean, he's gonna. Well, he's at MVP level. He right probably right. just got rich and was like, like, <laughs> you guys are not rich enough to be walking around with me or something like that. He just Google Go Daddy so and watched a couple of her videos and was like, yeah, I need you back. Who do you think drives to the date? Aaron Rodgers and Daniel Oh, I bet Rodgers totally crazy. I don't Getting, know. You know, drinking a little before going out and then being like, you drive. Throws the shades on, just leans back. Aaron's just chilling. I feel like when Aaron's not playing football, he's just, he's like a lumberjack. He's just drinking. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about with Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, true, yeah. QBs like that, I don't know how they can do that. Right. And Big Ben's like huge, too. Like, not only is he like just a tall quarterback, he's Fat kind of right. Wow, I wonder where he lives in the off season. Just the big freaking cabin in the woods. In Canada, or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> literally. He comes back like the first day of practice. That's it. Literally. This coming weekend, some of the matchups that might get Friends. you guys going. Didn't Big Ben have um, 
Wasn't he a sex addict? Wasn't that a talk he, earlier he in the had, season uh, that he he's, was addicted to sex? He was, he ra- oh, he he did, didn't he say something like that? I think he got help. He has two rape issues. <laughs> rape so issues. I would not be surprised. Uh, yeah, he had two rape issues. I don't know how you get help. Yeah, <laughs> Big Ben was a thing. Yeah, Big yeah. Ben sucks, dude. <laughs> now that we let's just get it out there. Okay, Big Ben sucks. We're, we're, to, we're separating personalities from sports here. You're not wrong. You're not. Aaron Rodgers is. It seems like okay. Well, I'm gonna compare those two, but you know, you know that's yeah. a bad look for Rodgers. Exactly. I don't care. That's why I watch like, him on TV. That's why I like Cam Newton. The personality goes with the. No, you're right. Yeah, it definitely you know? makes it better. Yeah. Well, see, Cam has swag. That's why it's like. Ben Roethlisberger definitely does not have swag. <laughs> I think we can all agree on See, that. See another one. person like them, freaking like uh, Andy Dalton, who just act like people used to always say. He, or was it? Uh, no, 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 not Andy Dalton. On the Bears, who was uh, Jay Cutler? Oh, Jay, Jay, Cutler. Jay Cutler was just like smoking a, a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, like, the I'm, meme with the cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so funny. <laughs> the biggest game this weekend, I'd say, is Pat's Chiefs. Oh, yeah. What's Chiefs, your guys' thoughts Chiefs, for that uh, one? That's going to be a good game. Chiefs yeah. are currently favored by seven and a half, I believe. I'd say that's a Pretty big, big line. But after what they did to Baltimore, I get it. Mahomes might be the happiest man on earth these days. He's a half a billionaire, just got engaged, just got a uh, baby, on the way. Kid, baby on the way. His like, brother is getting famous. His brother's a celebrity on the internet. Maybe not for yeah. the best reasons. Yeah. But Wait, why? But no, he's just annoying. <laughs> you see his TikToks. He just, I've uh, seen him. I don't know uh, why they're annoying. Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> he, he's yeah. the meme. He's like number one meme going around. Now. I think it's just so funny for everyone that he kind of looks a lot like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a football player. He's just a TikToker. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. but, oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm it's gonna, in Kansas I'm City. Give us, okay, I'll say. Chiefs win thirty. Kansas City with fans, right? Yeah, yeah, like twenty percent. Yeah. Thirty-five makes a difference. Thirty-five, twenty-four, Chiefs. That's I just a, that's a great score. I just think their defense is gonna, or the Chiefs' offense is gonna tear up the Pats' defense, and I just hope that it doesn't get to a point, um, like it was in the Seahawks, where we're down and Cam just has to throw it a bunch. Although it, you know, it worked. Was, there, it yeah, worked, yeah. but I just thought I'd rather not play from behind. I feel like Definitely. the or the Celtics, the Pats are always gonna be better. Having a lead and then managing the lead by just running it the whole time. If they can do that, though, who knows? Yeah. I hope they prove me wrong, obviously. Their I best bet winning win, is keeping the Chiefs at, like, 15 minutes total of time of yep. possession, which is obviously really hard to do, but, like, yeah. they just got to keep it. Yeah, exactly. And the way the Pats play, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's their best shot. Oh, I like it, John. Uh, yeah. I do think Cam's there is some... Cam's how he played last week. He said no, even though they won, he played horrible. He's going to come yeah. out. All pissed, yeah. Honestly, you're swaying Sorry. my pick a little, John. Sorry. I didn't I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, I do think the Chiefs are going to win, but I do think the chance for a loss is definitely there because they're coming off such a big win, and it is regular season. When teams come off of big wins, you know, sometimes the next week, it's a little bit of a letdown, but the Chiefs are also the Super Bowl champs, so we shall see. Any closing thoughts on the NFL? No. I think we've uh, covered. I'm gonna smack swag. Neil Sheehan in fantasy. This week. Make them all. Yeah, Make my fantasy team. All win four. Make them all win four. <laughs> and other news. It's time for in other news. <laughs> Who's got the first report of the day? I've got a bunch of quick ones. All right, John. A bunch. Take it away. You know, I just see stuff throughout the week. I just throw it down. Have you guys had McDonald's spicy nuggets yet? 
Have no. you nope. heard of them? Yeah, I saw them. No. I'm hearing mixed reviews, and I think that's that <laughs> could be a game changer. That could be. McDonald's, ever since I got rid of the Barbecue Ranch burger, <laughs> I've had a hatred towards them. Barbecue Cheddar? What, or was it Barbecue, barbecue Ranch? Barbecue Ranch. Barbecue Ranch. They had the Fritos, right? Backstory, right? Dude. Backstory of McDonald's. That One was, time. I don't know why they ever got rid of that. Those, I, know I ate like 80 of them. Me, and, me, Jake, and another friend were in McDonald's, and we sat down in the corner about to eat our food. I was so excited. I was so hungry. I felt, I kind of noticed the the burgers were kind of light. So I go down and I open up the bun and there was no burger. It was literally just the buns. And I just started laughing uncontrollably. I was just laughing uncontrollably. And I was like, there's no way they did this to both of them. So I go and open up the second one. And the second one doesn't have a burger either. And I was laughing. It's one of the hardest I've ever laughed. And I was like, Jake, I can't go up there. You have to do it. He goes up there. Like, yeah. uh, there's no word. No, that is no my burger. And, and the lady turns around and goes, Griffin, that's the third time. Literally, I was trying to think of the name, and it was It was one of the funniest <laughs> experiences that I had. They were definitely just, like, high, like, very high. Yeah. Burgers yeah. in the back. You guys you remember when we went for the Sanchuan sauce? Yeah. Oh, yep. We that did was the Sanchuan sauce. Yep, me and Jake tried to cut the line. We did. And it turns out... We're they like, ran out. We saw a guy pay three hundred dollars cash. I'll never forget for a that. McDonald's sized thing of teriyaki sauce. It was unbelievable. He was like, "Oh my god!" In the middle of the parking lot, I just made three hundred dollars off of Szechuan sauce. We should have just taken the Szechuan sauce, like stolen it, because it's just one of those things. Like, if you say to the cops, like they took my Szechuan sauce, it's just so, like, <laughs> such a weird thing that you'd get away with. It's like, what? Can't you just get more sauce? And I have never the seen a McDonald's more packed. That was nuts. With such an interesting Rick and Morty type crowd. <laughs> that <sucks>. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Comic Con. That's so funny, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Couple um, more things. On Judge, are you adding to that? Oh, I was just gonna talk about some some. Warzone. Oh, yeah, you can get into it. I can do mine after. Do it. Well, I mean, do it up. Have you tried it, Neil? I haven't. Have I haven't updated. No. New subway system. How is it? It's interesting. What's What's interesting. the word? It's very fun. So there's seven stops around the map. You know, you go down into the subway. The only problem is it's not like what you may think. So when you get on the subway and you go from stop to stop, it like blacks out the screen and it blocks you from shooting no your guns. Fighting. No fighting. And you just teleport to the next spot. That's pretty crazy. Seconds. It's still sick though. Yeah. You can walk out, walk off the subway and there's just the team there. But you know, you can't fight in the subway while it's moving. Yeah. There's subways going both ways so it's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, you gotta be careful. I was playing duos with uh, friend Brandon. You know, he was on episode. A former of guest of the pod. Yes. And he took a, the train the wrong way as the storm was closing. Boom, ends up in the gas. No chance to get out. So yeah. that was that. But, yeah, that is tough. But I think John may agree with me on this. I wish that they changed a little bit more. Yeah, they need to be like Fortnite and switch the map up a little yeah. bit. They, they haven't changed a single point of interest on the map. Oh. Like Fortnite, they had small areas that changed every season. Like, just put a couple new buildings in. Like, blow an area up. Like, I get you did the, the stay open stadium, stadium yeah. but like, it's not the same. I just know, I was some more stuff so excited to, to drop into the stadium, but it's not there. <laughs> I'm nearing my hundredth career win, so stay tuned because oh, wow. I will make sure that I let you guys know. When I <laughs> Wait, that is that hundred solo wins? Career. Oh, so it's all of them? Yeah, I had my I career be... high seventeen hey. kills in a game with Jake the other day. Hey, nice. Yeah, we lost though. We did. I choked. We had like twenty-eight kills altogether. Yeah, we did. Shows how much. <laughs> 
guns. Yeah, let's take it we need the viewers on the pod to let us know when we, they want us to start streaming. Yeah, I'm ready. Maybe uh, I'm ready just for it. talk about sports while we stream the games. Straight up. It's an idea. Yeah. So backing off the hey, pod talk. Maybe if uh, Trent gets off his ass and figures out how to work the video. I'm, I'm kidding. So <laughs> we're speaking of COD. Cold War comes out in November. Hunt. Rumored to have zombies and Warzone as well as multiplayer. And that that's going to be a game changer. Zombies hasn't been... Good zombies hasn't been around for a while, That's and fast. Warzone's taken over. That's, That's going to be a game changer. Yes, and the trailer showed some some factors from the old zombies, so it's going to be like more of the OG zombies, you know, um, Nazi zombie type of vibes. I don't know, so it's obviously not going to be Nazis, but you know what I'm saying. The older zombies, not like crazy looking zombies dressed in all neon clothes and stuff. You can have Juggernaut, old school perks, hopefully some old school. Oh, I saw the old school ray gun. That's the best gun ever in the any video game. When you upgrade it, the Porter X2 ray gun. Pack a punch? Yeah, pack a punch. Pack a punch. You know what I've missed those days. Hyped. Gonna get it for my PS5 whenever those fucking PS5s actually become available to to people who are in the top 1%, you know, basically. <laughs> or all the bots on the internet. Yeah. Any other news stories? Yeah, there? a couple more sports-related ones um, we got on here. Really quick ones. I should have brought this up earlier, but... Candace Parker, so she won Defensive Player of the Year by the media. Like, she was voted Defensive Player of the Year in the WNBA. She was not named to either of the two all-defensive teams. What? How is that possible? Um, I believe... I agree, it's insane. select yeah. the all-defensive teams, and the media votes for Defensive Player of the Year. So that it's just weird. shows that the media is clearly not they paying attention, know. right? It's. Yeah. A, I feel like media always has just been a lot not you know not to say that they're not always fair but a lot of years they're caught up on narrative I that's feel like, like Giannis not making any no of the i know teams. it's how's that possible yeah. wait so the media voted vote, for defense vote, player of the year so do you think so do you think other players that's like other players saying like you guys think uh pat beverly plays good defense but he's just was loud. it the players or coaches the, co- the coaches voted for the uh, all team. Okay. Teams, so yeah. that means the media thinks she plays better defense than she really does. Yes. So well, what did Candace? Did she say anything? Or about it could I just see. I just saw. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was just yesterday. Maybe the day. It, before, it probably but. is that obviously because so, like, it's like more people probably in the media than just the coaches. Yeah. But the coaches, I get why they have coaches. Like the idea is, you know, they're seeing everyone. That's crazy. You know, throughout the season, That's... I think the NBA might have done that way back in the day. I know they definitely don't now, but I don't know if it was ever player voting. But I kind of feel like back, like when Bill Russell type era that. It was nice. more of a thing, but I could be totally wrong. Football legend Joe Montana. You guys see Joe Montana? No. Uh, an intruder broke into his house. No. Uh, I think no. they said it was like a 40-year-old woman broke in trying to abduct his grandchild, his granddaughter, and what? Joe Montana fended her off, got her out the house. She's arrested. Everyone's safe and sound. Joe Montana the goat. Yeah. Ooh. Joe Montana. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> yep. That's so. crazy. <laughs> Joe Montana and wife fight grandchild away from attempted kidnapping. Crazy. That's so nuts. Crazy. Scary stuff. It's like SVU. Joe still calm, cool, and collected under yeah. pressure. <laughs> He's like, this is just like before. <laughs> it's overtime. <laughs> I'm just going to throw in some thoughts about the MLB. Oh, yeah. Um, we're entering the playoffs. Yep. We you know, win it all. You know, Mookie Betts, I hope you do it, bud. I'm Mookie, we treated you poorly. We wouldn't pay you. I hope you and the Dodgers can get it done. From what I understand, they're the hands-down best team. But in baseball, it comes down to individual pitching performances in the playoffs. So whoever can 
pull it out. It's a funny looking playoffs. They have a different setup this year. It's gonna be even more. Um, than I hope the Yankees lose as always, and the Red Sox need some serious help. Yeah. Bye, Jackie Bradley. You've been great. You're the best 220 hitter we've ever had. <laughs> but I think he played his last game as a Red Sox, so it's gonna be sad seeing him go. But the Red Sox need Mike Napoli again. Mike <laughs> Nipples. That's uh, that's the last time I watched an actual baseball game. I just listen on the radio, and they're trash. So why thirteen would I exactly. Be After they traded year. Mookie, I vowed I wouldn't watch a single game all season, and I did not. They'll be back next year though. Chris Sale healthy, Eduardo. I'm not watching a tanking team. I made this point recently. Trade Benintendi. I stopped being so into baseball when Xbox stripped me away from playing MLB The Show at like age 10. Dude, the whole time I had Xbox 360, how I can't play a baseball video game? Yeah. How am I supposed to stay interested in the offseason? <laughs> I said this, John, to Trent yesterday. Mm-hmm. Maybe I play MLB The Show in the offseason. I'm better in freshman ba- baseball tryouts. <laughs> I make JV, make Varsity. I get noticed, and I end up in single-A someday, work my way up. It's Xbox's fault. That's what I'm saying. Side note, me and Jake had a class together, and (laughs) it was last period of the day, the day that baseball baseball trial started the day after, or that day, and I said, Jake, I'll make a deal with you. He really wanted to hang out that day. I said, Jake, I'll make a deal with you. I'll hang out with you tonight. If you go to baseball tryouts. And he was like, sure. And he just showed up at baseball tryouts. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And he got robbed. He was clearly one of the best 15 freshmen. And they robbed him. I mean, this is... Highway robbery. I literally hadn't played since the last... Like, when I was hitting, I was like, dude, I haven't hit in like a year. I should have practiced a little bit and I would have been fine. Yeah. It is what it is. You know? AAU got started getting in the way. Shit, so... It happens. Trade (laughs) memories for other memories, right? Straight up. Straight up. (laughs) Any uh, final hey, things you cool guys thing want to bring just up? Just saw yesterday. I think you guys are gonna really. Uh, it hasn't gotten as much publicity as I thought it would have, but there's a new mobile sports platform that's. Uh, I think the creator of Twi- uh, Twitter is helping make, and it's supposed to. You sign up, whatever. It connects to all your your streaming platforms, and it gives you notifications when a game is at a certain point. So say the Patriots, it gets like two minutes in the fourth quarter against the Seahawks, really close game, It'll and you're not watching it, it'll give you notifications of any team you want to put on or any just highlight that they think you want to see at a certain point in the game. So you don't have to be like, shit, I forgot about that game, whatever. And it would give you a notification on your phone. You click on it, and it brings you immediately to the game, no other. So you just watch it. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So I was I, I would love to use that. Yeah. So I really hope it gets <laughs> more popular. I really hope it... Mm-hmm. Something like that is just so crazy to think about, just like where we've come with all the way, different ways and avenues to watch sports, not on TV, cable. <laughs> I know, well, it's the only, one of the only things I watch on cable now is sports. Yeah, me too. Who so, <laughs> has live sports? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, ESPN Plus has been showing playoff games. F- and a lot of fights, too. Well, well they I show it. They, yeah. they, they, UFC is like owned Deal by with them. All right, all right, all right. Me and Jake have... This ongoing conversation. Oh, was it about to be Stipe? <laughs> yep. Some UFC Jones. talk. I love it. Oh, boy. John and Jones. Francis. Okay. And Francis. What I'll say is Francis Ngannou, I mean, I think he's way better. He's a different beast now than people know. But um, I don't know. Really, my, my I would put my money down on John Jones beating Stipe. John Jones. My money down on Ngannou beating Stipe. I don't know if I'd lose money on it, but I would. I would. Uh, 
feel confident. I would I would tell Neil that he's gonna win just to lose bragging rights. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Stipe. He did beat Nganu. Everyone forgets about that. Yeah, yeah. They like to forget about that ago. when they do the marketing. <laughs> they do. They, they never talk about how they already fought. <laughs> That's really. funny. And uh, they're obviously in a ballpark of their own above the rest of the division. Yeah. It's not like neither are bad fighters. Yeah. But it's going to be really... It's a really great time. You could call this maybe a golden era of the UFC right now. They really took over during quarantine. They were the first sporting yeah. event back. And... Their ratings are through the roof from what I've seen. NBA ratings aren't doing great. NFL ratings aren't doing great. And you look at a sport like the UFC that was secondary and it's now blowing up, they're doing a great yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong because you guys know more. But it definitely seems like, too, with all the success even right now, like they haven't even had some of their best fighters fight in a little, nope. too. So like it's yeah. almost like building even more momentum yeah. for when that stuff comes. He's, he's fighting October... Really? It's something? that soon? Against Justin Gaethje. Oh, oh that would be a good one. Who did he fight recently? Was it So um, it was supposed fought. to be him versus Tony Ferguson for the 17,000th time. But then Gaethje time. stepped in. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. But um, Russia wasn't letting anyone through the borders. So then they, they made Gaethje the interim champ because he couldn't get to the United States, basically. Didn't Gaethje just fight somebody? Yeah, Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson. Oh, who was oh, supposed I, to. Was, I was thinking of the guy who just fought... Um, oh, we just watched it. What's his name? We watched it at your house. Oh, um, um, not, it was last, the last pay-per-view, or... Ah, shoot, just beside the point. Wait, it wasn't Kobe Covington? No, 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 mm-hmm. it was, um, oh my god, forget it, beside the point. I, I don't know why I can't think of his name. That was not the night Piotr Young fought? Yeah. <laughs> Masvidal? <laughs> Masvidal, that's what I was saying. Yeah, the Masvidal fight. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's the that same division. Okay, yeah. That was, that was, that was fight, the same fight division. Island night one, right? Yeah. And, but I will say, what are they calling this fight island and they're inside? Come on, put a little beach back Kobe was stepping on toes the other day, Kobe Covington. You know why people do that too? Because it counts as a strike every time on the scoreboard. Really? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. One strike, two Interesting. Just like, Stupid, because <laughs> yeah, but oh, and Adesanya handled Ca- Paulo Costa the other day, and and honestly, I was surprised. That made me makes you realize that Adesanya owns that division. Like I don't deal. know how someone's gonna beat him. Yeah, I saw uh, a little graph, <laughs> and it showed everyone that he's beaten in that division, and he has just wiped it clean. Oh, he is yeah. he has basically made them his toilet paper. Dude. I think, oh, real back, real quick. If Khabib gets Gaethje on the ground in any, like, in a round, if he gets Gaethje on the ground, then Khabib's going to win the round. And that's going to be I the mean, issue. Like, Gaethje needs to knock him out, like, ASAP. Gaethje's a win. lot like Connor, and he handled Connor pretty well. He, so. Gaethje can't, he actually can wrestle, but he has zero takedown attempts in the UFC. Gaethje has zero takedown wow. attempts in the so UFC. So he just doesn't like it. He just doesn't. He'll defend he's, takedowns, yeah, yeah. but he won't go out anymore. He, he just prefers he has the fight. Some big yeah. hits. Dude, yeah. he's crazy. Yeah. But I just think be Khabib's good too good at wrestling. Yeah, that does seem like what the problem with Connor against Khabib was. Yeah. I know he's fine. Khabib's just better yeah. than everybody. Yeah, because once he gets you down, you're just stuck, and then he just mashes your face in, it seems like. And <laughs> when he fights the crowd again. When you're on the <laughs> ground on top of someone, Khabib will stay on top of you the entire round, and then that's considered control time, which goes towards your score. Like, yeah. He, Khabib could go the length of any fight and win without even finishing someone if he wanted. Yeah. He's too, too good. Oh, and then if Stipe and John Jones fight, I'll literally be so excited. Like, and I think we'll, we'll do John a live Jones podcast. Me and Jake. Yes, 
Just me. Talking chop to each other the whole time. Dude, I would love that. That would be so crazy because John Jones is... We know he's undefeated for real. He got disqualified in some BS. And Stipe only has three losses, which is crazy. And, like, I don't really know how he lost to Stefan Struve. I feel like that was, like, a fluke. So it's, like... And one of them was the DC, which is, like, another great fighter. So, like, he's basically, like, you know, these are two of the best Ooh. UFC fighters ever if they fight, so... Well, you gotta look at John Jones. Oh, you cannot... Yeah. You cannot... No, 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 this is... How do you expect a guy like John Jones to be a model citizen when you also ask oh. him, as his profession, to go out there and basically try to kill someone? Oh, yeah. So I do not hold that against him that sometimes he's done some wrong things in his life. But Who hasn't, Neil, you know? Who I mean, he's done some bad things, don't get me wrong. But you can't expect someone who you ask to go out there and turn into a monster, a gladiator, modern day. To yeah, right. be a model citizen, so they Dude. try to hold that against John Jones. And while the let NFL, the man fight. And while the NFL lets anything happen in the NFL, like and just Tyree let them Kill play. Still playing. Uh, Tyree Kill, um, AP, Kamara, Alvin Kamara, Kamara. Kamara I don't think he did. Yep. Or no, Kareem Hunt. He did. Oh, Kareem Hunt. Sorry, Kamara. Sorry, Kamara. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Sorry. Yeah. Um, or really, if, even if you think about Ray Rice, he was going to play Rice. until the video leaked. Antonio Brown came back. Adrian Peterson. That. Yeah. Adrian Peterson. Okay. Yeah. Right. And literally, John Jones, I he got caught with steroids once. Okay, that's not cool. And in integrity of the sport, I get that. But people get mad at him when he gets like caught with cocaine. Drunk driving. Drunk driving. Crashing his car. It's like, dude. Yeah, I'm sure he's not the only fighter. Yeah, people people have hated fighters. There was a video too, like during uh, the heat of some of the Black Lives Matter protests of John Jones going and disarming uh, anarchists. I guess you could say (laughs) with spray cans and bricks. And (laughs) give me that. Imagine turning (laughs) around. You know you're doing something wrong, and John Jones is there. Protesters who were being maybe a little too chaotic. He would he would stop them. Yeah, that's. That's this is dope. unnecessary. It yeah, takes now that, from that is, no, that yeah, should make that's up. what he was doing. Yeah. That should make up for right. some of some of the bad no, rep he has. John Jones is the man. I I, I hope to see him uh, succeed. I want to see John versus bad. Chandler in the ring. <laughs> Chandler has claimed that no, John's never beat Chandler him. Chandler Jones versus uh, Greg Hardy. Oh, Greg Hardy is a fighter yeah. now. Does he get disqualified like every time? I keep seeing jokes that like Greg Hardy like. He got disqualified because he uses an inhaler in the middle of a, cl- in the middle of a round. His first dude. fight ever, he kneed the guy in the face when the guy was on the ground or yeah, something. And then I keep hearing too. jokes about how he just, like, somehow, somebody finds a way to cheat, like, every time he's in the ring. It's yeah. just funny. Dude, the he's inhaler thing is so funny. <laughs> no, they said I could. And then he, did, he just got disqualified. It was like... That's dude. pretty crazy. I, I guess I, I understand why they would have it, you know, not be allowed, but... That, that <laughs> it's just every, every single too. dude who fought, everyone would just be puffing inhalers yeah, on them. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Alright guys, um, I think that wraps yeah, up today's, wrap up, wrap today's up. pod. Uh, on the way out, we got a co-sponsor, Ad Read, sent it from Andrew from Ohio. This <laughs> wasn't written by him, um, but it's on behalf of the organization for Responsible Sports Podcasters. Dear Bad Take Potters, this must have gotten the mail a few weeks ago. You know, We're not called that Big anymore. Big mailbag. We have to start that. <laughs> <laughs> Fat mailbag. <laughs> it says, especially, or Dear Bad Take Potters, especially John O'Brien, a.k.a. John No Brain. Oh. We await your apology for the Nuggets. 
making it to the conference finals thanks to the most fire thing to come out of Colorado since that goopy Snoopy dupe huff puff pass strain of weed that Trent received in his stocking for Christmas. Jamal Murray. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> <You> Andrew! Sound, <laughs> this guy's crazy. You sound severely biased when you attack him. And then when they win, you're like, I really have changed my mind on the Nuggets. Tory Craig has really impressed me. That's like Skip Bayless praising Mario Chalmers for all the Heat championships. Yeah. Or when he scores, he's always lucky, in quotes, if you didn't. You couldn't tell by the tone of the, the writing. Oh, I can tell. I can tell. I'm gathering my thoughts. T- Terry Rozier is lucky to be allowed in the same league as Western Conference finalist Jamal Murray. In this day and age, it's sad to hear <laughs> that you hate someone just for getting blowjobs and dropping 50 points. Hoping for betters. Organization for Responsible Sports Podcasters. So not Andrew from Cleveland, but they did pay Andrew from Cleveland a nice little, you know, little money to be a co-sponsor on the pod. Thanks, so, Andrew. so, <laughs> John, Thanks how do you how do you respond? So, dude, that's a lot to unpack, and clearly you're not listening hard enough. So, first of all, every time we talk about the Nuggets, I say that obviously Jokic and Murray deserve all the credit, but. They would not have been where they were at without how good their role players are playing. Which Tory uh-huh. Craig is one of them. Monte <laughs> Morris is another. Michael Porter is another. Jeremy Grant's going to get a bag this year because of how he played. Jokic and Murray are clearly the two best players, and they led them. But they would not have gone to where they got without the role players playing as good as they did. Jokic and Murray can't do it all. So that's what I said. And you try to bring Terry into this, and I'm not going to get into Terry. Terry's the funniest uh, tweeter of all time. He's known to, to pick up all the girls. Great basketball player, led the Celtics to the Eastern Conference Finals, one game away from beating LeBron. And if you put Terry Rozier and Jamal Murray in a cage match, Terry's going to eat them alive. So that, that's right. beside the point. Uh, what else is there to, to unpack here? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Mario Tomer. So you just compared Jamal Murray to LeBron James. So oh, you should you sports, get that out of there. Who are these people at the Seriously. Organization for Responsible can we, Sports can, Podcasting? Can we find coming the, at us like this? some better male instead of Andrew from Cleveland? This is just nonsense. <laughs> Andrew's this is just nonsense. <laughs> Andrew's an idiot. Hey, Andrew, you, you know, I, mean, I, I appreciate will share the fans. He Andrew, does live Andrew in Cleveland, Cleveland so Andrew from uh, Cleveland even LeBron left there. <laughs> he, might have some great, he must have some great views of all the concrete out there. You know, he's just trying to help us right. sort out the mail sent in, you know. <laughs> mm. Oh. Um, John's looking over. Talk about, did anyone no. watch Odell, Beckham, and oh, Dr. Dr. Disrespect? Disrespect. Get pooped on. They played Warzone. <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard some <laughs> in the background. That in the one slip. Yeah. It's funny, I forgot about that when I was watching it. <laughs> what if Dr. Disrespect was like, hey, yeah. OBJ, uh, what, uh, what's up with them rumors? <laughs> I mean, hey, what people do behind closed doors is their business and their business only. Exactly. Unless you're famous, then it's everyone's business. No kink shaming. I learned that word the other day. Also, I have to disagree <laughs> with uh, King Shaming. Trent, what your <laughs> uh, Goopy, Snoopy, Doop, Puff, Pass, Pass, String of Weed. That, that's it right there. <laughs> Damn, was that a sex move? <laughs> no, it's a stream, as uh, our writer sent it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Any final thoughts for today? It's been a good pod. Be better, Andrew, from Cleveland. Yeah, okay. That's a good way to... Hey, I'll leave it at that. Thanks for tuning in to Two Gents, One Trent. I'm Trent. I'm Jake. And shout out to Big Neil for being on the show today. Thanks for having me on. Have a good one.